gamers, and welcome to episode 359 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for January 23rd, 2022. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Man, it's a lot going on this week in the game world. Well, it's got some big news we'll talk about later, unless you already know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a exciting week. I'm mean, not gonna, and this podcast is going to be pretty big because we're going to talk about the games we played in 2021, like we do. We've been doing this for a few years now, where we discuss the games we played, and then um, the, either the following podcast or a few later, we'll have our games of the year because we do it the right way here. We don't just try to <laughs> cram it all in at the end end of December. Next thing what, you know, games are coming out in December that you missed that should have been game of the year. Yeah, exactly. Even though we don't even play nearly what <laughs> how many games come. So, yeah. That's why. Uh anyway, so we're not going to really get into sports and well, I'll just mention this. The Packers lost, so that was sad for a lot of people, Aaron Rodgers fans and Packers fans, and the San Francisco one, and then the Bengals one. So as of the day, because that's only two games played, so that's it for football. So I just mentioned that. Other than that, we're going to want to skip what we've been watching um, because it's going to probably take, this is going to probably take a while. So we're going to get <laughs> right into video games. We're going basically this podcast will actually be just about video games. So. There you go. This video game podcast is about video yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'll guess uh, I'll start it off. Okay. So what I've been playing. So I've been playing a little bit of this new game that just came out. It, it came on Game Pass, too. Um, Nobody Saves the World. Mm-hmm. It is made by the guys who did what game, Daniel? Uh, Mutant Blob from Outer Space and Guacamelee. Yes. So good pedigree there. Now, I do not know if I like this game or not. Hmm. I, I I mean, it's fine. It's a it's like an action uh role playing type of game. Uh, yeah. it kind of reminds me of uh it's not it's not really well, it's somewhat Zelda's, but like just much faster than that. Yeah. I've heard Zelda comparisons, but it seems like maybe it also has more RPG elements than, yeah. than your standard it has, Zelda. Yeah. It, so, yeah, it's probably more closer to RPG to Zelda, but it also seems a lot faster than Zelda. But it's, it's, been, it's, it's all right. So, I, I mean, I'm at the very beginning, so I can't really give too much on it. But so far, I mean, it's, maybe I just wasn't in the right place of mind mm-hmm. uh, on it. And because right now it's not really grabbing me to really play any more of it. Like nothing has grabbed me to say like, Hey, yeah, I want to try this game out some more. Uh, I mean, I saw it was just a couple reviews. I, I, I mean, I ain't seen anything really wrong. I saw it was like, it's okay. I saw yeah. okay. Like I've seen pretty positive. Eight, yeah. eight, eight plus. Yeah, exactly. Area. Like nothing spectacular, but, but good, but, but a good game. So I know you can, uh, like you play a character where, it looked like you're just a, a white dude. Like, I mean, a literally white dude. Like a white <laughs> character thing. <laughs> like, yeah. you're so plain. But you could change into different um, creatures or something like that. Uh, like, you'll, you'll get abilities to change. Like, I changed into a rat. And then I use a rat's ability. Then I changed into 
It was something like a snail else. Snail or something, maybe. No, it wasn't snail. It wasn't. Okay. It was something. It wasn't something slow. It was like a knight. I think it was. Huh. I think it was like I had a I had a sword. I had a sword. So I think it was like a knight. Uh, yeah, gotcha. it wasn't like a yeah. That actually, wasn't a creature. So yeah. So I guess it's not all just creatures. It's yeah. So that's really the um, and it's it's more to it. Like I'm still at the beginning. So it's I don't think I've got all like the tutorial done uh with it. Like I just got to a point where I unlocked the door. Like I was looking for a key somewhere, and okay. I got the key to unlock the door, and that's why I just stopped. But it seems like a fine game. I probably talk more on it. You know, I'm going to play probably play some more. I recorded some of what I played. It was about like probably like 20 minutes. Okay. But I will probably try out more, or maybe you. I don't know. Maybe you like it if you try it out. Yeah, I've got it downloaded. I wanted to give it a try, but I hadn't gotten a chance for these past couple of days yet. Oh, okay. What? Why'd you download it? Why you want to just stream it? I I don't know. I, I'm still I still prefer to download a game if I'm if I'm gonna. Like if I plan to put a lot of time into it, um, especially something like this, where I feel like it's not going to tax my computer too bad, you know, oh, there's okay. still times where it's, you know, if something like, like Halo, for instance, if I feel like I might get a better experience out of streaming it. Plus I think part of that was just like, I'm not entirely committed to playing it, but also like, I just want to jump in here real quick play a decent amount of it to, you know, have something to talk about while it's the, the hot new thing kind of out. Okay. I, I understand that. Yeah. Cause the only reason I now, now I download games. I mean, is, is like, it's not up there on right. um, the cloud or I want to, I want to cheat. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's, that's really what it is. All right. So the other game I played when jammers two came out on game pass mm-hmm. and is officially out. You remember I talked about this months ago when they had the demo out for it, and or I don't know if it was a demo or beta. I don't know what they called it, but whatever. yeah, I think it was like a beta or whatever. And and I, I mean, I like the game. I mean, I I'm just not good at it. I just really suck because <laughs> as you see, if I recorded some video of me playing that too, and I cannot beat. I'm just playing against the computer, and I cannot beat the computer, and I'm playing on easy. And I was like, darn man, I just suck i'm just mad they don't have a real tutorial to actually play the game like they have a tutorial that just you have to read it it just tells you how to play mm. it doesn't like hey you can just practice like i don't see nothing where you can just practice because i just want to try out the special moves you can do and yeah that kind of have to, it's, it's like trial and error basically like you just have to go in and play and just mm-hmm. figure it out there i'm like oh god i said well then I guess I'm just going to suck for a while because, uh, and I don't know, I might not even play anymore. I mean, the game is fine, but it's not something I see myself sticking with to keep playing yeah. a lot of. Like, it seems cool. Like, hey, pick up and play to do, but thing is, yeah. I just want to play a lot of other games, and so nah, it's not, it's not the game for me, but I can <laughs> definitely see the appeal for people. Like this it's is heavily multiplayer focused too, right? Like there's probably not much in the way of story to it. Well, I don't or know. <clears throat> Excuse me, because they have an arcade mode where you travel to different parts of the. Oh, okay. Kind of like I a fighting a game or cities, thing. different cities and stuff like that. But I don't know. Is it is there a story? Like there's was some reading to it. Probably not. But yeah, it's really just play against people. Because that's what mm-hmm. I was doing against that on that beta. I was just playing against people. Right. And it's fun. It's, to do because I did actually win because they probably just sucked like me and <laughs> yeah. I, 
I got a chance to win. It's easy when there's no tutorial, then everybody sucks. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just scared I'm going to get somebody to say, oh, he really knows how to play. And he just, <laughs> just creams me and just gets like Washes 15 you. points easy. Just like yeah. down the middle. Bam, bam, bam. Five, like Because once you get 15, that's it. Um, you The winner, whoever gets first to, first to 15 gets it. Like the goal, like you have a goal. And um, it's if you get, get it right in the center of the goal, that's five points. If you get it to the edge, that's three points. And if you get them to miss, like if you could get it like um, – the, um, they miss it totally, like, and it falls on their side of the um, court. That's two points. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got. I mean, for me, I think I was at a point where I did. I was doing well, but then the guy got five, and then that was it. I was like, damn. I was like, he he just beat me after I was getting all these threes and like getting close. Then he was like, up, oh, game over. But yeah, I mean, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. I don't know how much. I wonder how much it costs. It can't cost that much. It doesn't seem like, at the most, twenty. Yeah. I, I can't imagine costing that much. If it costs more than twenty, I I wouldn't say it's worth it. I mean, unless you just really love that game, you know, you're gonna play it a bunch of times. But even still, I mean, for me, I'll still say like I'll wait for a sale. Uh, but I mean, it's it's still it's a fun game though. Yeah, yeah but right it's not now, a lot it's of meat seventeen ninety nine. It's twenty regularly. Oh. Okay, yeah, that yeah, that's exactly yeah, because it's not like yeah, it's not a lot of meat there, but mm. it is a fun game. And last but not least, I finally finished the Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel Three, and it was it was a hell of an ending. Like it <laughs> had some really consequences that happened. Oh boy, that so it got me really wanting to play four. Like I really want to jump in four, but I'm going to try to hold off. I'm going to play some something different. Like, but yeah, I, I don't feel, I don't really feel tired of playing though. Like, cause I think I, w- I want to know what happens in the story. It, it's yeah. Cause some key characters see, like they, they do die. Not some of the main characters you play as, but people you've seen, like people mm. who's been, a, you've been with. Um, well, there was actually a, a character. Okay. Spoilers. Um, spoilers so much. I'm not going to say the name character that, you know, from trails and of the sky. So that's the first game that it looks like he's dead. Now, as like it looks like they're dead. I, I now and when the way they went it went off, they were acting like they died. They were like saying their last goodbyes and stuff. So I was like, maybe they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Some of these games, they you you see like, oh no, they survived somehow because this magic witch lady um saved them at the last second. You just didn't see it. But uh, hopefully, I kind of don't want that to happen because I I kind of want to feel real consequences. Uh, because there was a person who supposed to had died before in the last game. Mm-hmm. Then they came back to life, and I was like, "Oh man, I think they really did come back to life. It wasn't like it was a fake death. <laughs> I think something really happened, and it brought them back, which makes it even weirder." So, uh, it's a lot of questions. Still a lot of questions. Um, in this game, like you got uh, you got answers to a lot of questions, like a why. Um these plans have been coming into place for these games, for all these games. Like if you go back to Trails of Sky, like it's all connected. Like it was, it was a plan even from then that connects to now. So it's not like they're just adding a pieces to the, to a game and just saying like, Hey, I'm going to add something like we didn't plan on having this many games, but we'll be just adding some stuff there. I mean, if they did do that, Hey, they did a good job because it seemed like, I think they had a story in mind and they just probably just, 
added stuff in between. But it seems like they really set up the story. It makes sense. Like it does make sense of what happens in previous games mm. to now. So which that but that's what makes it I like this game. Because it feels like, okay, so I understand what's going on. I mean, I understand somewhat what's going on. I still don't know why they're doing it. That's the problem right now. Like I know what they're doing. I just don't understand why. And I think someone said that it will they will say that in the fourth game. They tell why they would they, why they're doing this. Um, but I, I kind of feel like that should have been held up to the last game. I feel like I at least, at least by now I should at least know why. I mean, I feel like it's, it, that wouldn't ruin the story for me or anything. It's just like okay, now I have to stop them because it just don't make sense. Because in every time you confront them, they always be so cryptic, and it's like, hey, like why are you doing this? To say, say you'll understand soon soon enough. I was like, well, that was like three games ago when they said that. So it's like, what are you talking about soon enough? It's like it's like that. That's hours of gameplay. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, that's like probably like 80 hours of gameplay. Like when I heard that, I was like, oh, well, I still don't, I guess they're still not going to tell me. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> uh, but well, other than that, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun game. And overall, the game is better than the last two. It's just the, since I played so many of them now, it doesn't have that newness feel. So, I doesn't have it doesn't have like that feeling of like like it's so much better than them. Like it just feels like the story feels okay. Like I think um if if they actually explain more of the explanations of why certain things are happening in the world, I would probably I'll probably appreciate it more. But since it just leaves still a lot of questions, uh come on. But it's it's funny because it doesn't feel like uh, they're stretching it out. I just wish I wish they'd done the story a little bit differently too. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like I I wish they I wish they did this. Uh, I wish they had the story like I know what's going on. Like by now I feel like I should know what's going on, and I'm just playing the game now. Like I'm not still asking too much questions. You can still have some surprises, but I basically understand what the hell's happening here, and I I know what I need to fix. Because right now, I know who some of the bad guys are, but then it's still like, I don't, is this a bad thing that's happening? I mean, it's bad what's happening, but is the end result going to be bad? Because it seems like they're still trying to make the world better at the same time. I, I don't know. It just seems so weird. But yeah, uh, and that's all I played. So what you been playing? All right, so this week I played a little bit more of Luigi's Mansion 3. I'm still trying to kind of ease back into that just to get through to the end of that. I uh, beat a piano-playing ghost boss. That was a fun little boss battle. Um, just being away from it again, though, I'm, I fell into the trap of not being able to aim very well again. So I'm just like, I really just need to focus up and play this game until the end if I'm going to play it until the end because if oh, you I'm still got see that guy's game I it still do but he's got one of mine so it's fine oh, okay <laughs> well shit I still got games you gave me yeah <laughs> so it's fine um yeah so just trying to make my way through that it's still fun but it just the control aspect that I've complained about every time I've talked about this game still rears its head every time I do so it's it is what it is um and then, like, as I was going down the list, now that I finished Death's Door, I was like, 
what do I want to play? I want to, I want to get back into Psychonauts, but I also have been looking at the Artful Escape for a very long time. You know, you talked about that quite a bit. Did you beat that game? I can't remember. No, I didn't beat okay. it. Okay. Hey, hey, so, t- tell me what this game is, because even though I played a lot of it, I still can't really, really so tell what it is. So that's kind of my <laughs> issue with this game. So, like, this game gives me a lot of um. Ah, shit. What is the game with the cat? It was our game. Oh, Night in the Woods? Yeah, it gives me gives me Night in the Wood vibes as far as like gameplay. Like basically there's not much to it, but every now and then you get kind of a mini game thing out of it. Yeah. Um and it's really kind of focused on the story, but I think that story brought me through that game a whole lot more than the story in this game so far. Uh, basically, the story in this game is you're the nephew to a famous folk musician and you're preparing for your big concert kind of debut, I guess, as a folk artist. But secretly, deep down, you want to be a rock and roll star. So you go on this like weird galactic trip to to. I guess see I think maybe you just get high. Fruition. And this is that's, that's all this <laughs> it is. might just be. You know that that might be what happens when you find out at the, at the end. Yeah. But really it's just a lot of there's talking bits which are fine. It's voice acted. It's got quite a few notable voice actors and I think they all do a very good job. But a lot of the quote unquote gameplay is you just go into the right and maybe playing guitar if you want to, which. Yeah, because it seems like you have to. <laughs> you, I don't think you have to. And I don't know that it affects anything if you don't, but it sounds cool usually. So I do. Um, yeah. So it's literally you just holding down the X button to strum your guitar while you're traveling through these very beautiful environments, but very beautiful environments that are just like, it's, I'm not, I'm literally not doing anything, but holding right. I jump occasionally. And from time to time I have to jump and then shred my guitar so that I like levitate for a little bit longer. But it, these instances are few and far between. Yeah. And then you come across a person who's like, yo, we're going to play music together and you play Simon Says, and then you go back to running right and and strumming your guitar. Yeah, this so, seems like a, a visual experience. It, it it very much is. Like it again, it's beautiful. It, it has a cool aesthetic to it that's like side like this diorama almost, I guess, because everything's flat, but also it is nicely shaded, so they look kind of rounded. I don't know. Uh, they're, I guess very painterly is what yeah. I would say, you know, especially the environments. Um, but it's really just not clicking with me in the way that I was kind of expecting, or at least hoping it would. Cause you know, I've seen a lot of pretty positive vibes around this game and then to come into it, it's just like, Oh, this is maybe not, I guess maybe just not what I was expecting. I I thought maybe there would be more gameplay to it, I guess. I I really don't know. Cause to compare it to night in the woods, like at least night in the woods, I felt like you would, you would be going left sometimes (laughs) like (laughs) not, not to be reductive, but 
you know, it it wasn't literally just I'm holding right to continue the story. It was like I'm exploring these environments. I'm looking for a specific thing. You know, I'm I'm kind of trying to puzzle solve. And I do like the 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 Simon Sezzy musical bits of Artful Escape, but uh, maybe mostly just because I feel like I'm kind of like performing and I like the way I can just mess with the sound a little bit, but yeah, it's just, it's just such a weird thing that I think, I think is a cool experience, but I think it's appeal is really limited. Like I could see a lot of people coming into this and not liking this at all. I, I could see it being very, um, not decisive decisive is that the word i'm looking for basically like yes this is really good or yes this is really bad kind of thing um divisive divisive yes thank you yeah i i could see it being like that because yeah i could see i could see people thinking this is really cool and awesome but i could also see people bouncing off of this immediately and i'm not quite there like i do want to see it through to the end but the story is like, I guess that's what it is. It's just like the story seems so basic and it doesn't seem so far, at least I think I'm like three environments in or something like that. Oh, okay. So you're probably where I'm at. Cause I think that's yeah. what the problem is for me. Why I didn't keep going. Cause the story, it didn't, it's not, it's not really clicking with me. Like yeah, to make it's not me, like there's any twist to it. It's not like yeah. I'm learning anything new. Like I just expect by the end of the game, like he's going to find himself and it's going to be cool. Like he's an intergalactic rock star now or something like that. So yeah, I, I it's an interesting one. It's definitely, he's going to wake up on the roof of his house naked. <laughs> with his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and his arm tied off because he shot the heroin down. <laughs> that's what they do in those mountain towns. Um, yeah, so it's I, I'm glad this is a game that I'm playing now because it's it's like part of me was like I want to make sure that this isn't a game that I'm gonna end up like having wanted on my game of the year list, and not to spoil anything, but I I'm not worried about that anymore. <laughs> Like it's not it's not a thing where I'm like oh man I I need to shoehorn this in into this list somewhere because this was an incredible experience. It's just like eh, I'm glad I played that just so I could talk about it, but it's not really doing anything for me. All right, so I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. Yeah, no flashback segment this this time because we're going to have talk about well. The flashback segment technically is going to be us talk about the games we played in 2021. There so, you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice pivot, um, Yeah. See, see you. Oh, okay. What the fuck am I doing? All right. Yeah, we'll get to the gaming news. Take, we're All taking right. a break. And we're back. Now we're going to get to the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So we got a couple of items here before we get into the big news of the week. Uh, First up, we have Lego Star Wars. The Skywalker Saga is finally coming. It's got a release date now. It's coming April 5th. Mm. So that's exciting. Um, But apparently alongside this news, Polygon put out a report uh, generated from interviews with 30 current and former employees of Traveler's Tale, the people behind the Lego games. And apparently it is 
It's not all fun and games there, Dominic. Apparently, they too are suffering from crunch, which when you look back at it with hindsight, uh, that that can't be surprising because they pump out those Lego games like they were doing it on what a yeah, yearly basis. So that's that's not surprising. And they're also saying you know negative workplace environment, some of the you know kind of sexual harassment stuff that we've seen in the past. I didn't see anything. As bad as a lot of the the companies we think about when we say that, um, but just kind of wage gap stuff and and things of that nature. Um, Apparently, there is some positivity there, though, that maybe things are changing for the better. Because this uh, game is taking forever to come out, so obviously they're <laughs> obviously they're not crunching as crunching, much. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that doesn't mean that. I'm just joking. But, yeah, yeah. This this game has been. This game should have been. This game should have came out when the movie was still going. Yeah, I think what I saw was that it was announced like five years ago. So yeah, that's that is extremely excessive for a Lego game. Yeah, so very surprising there. Um, in a in a kind of change of direction, we had what appears to be kind of one of the first unionization efforts. Um, I guess not effort, actual happenings um, in a big third-party company this past week. Raven Software, their QA team who works on uh, Call of Duty. Um, what is that one called? The the multiplayer Battlefield one, not Battlefield one, uh, Battle Royale one, War, Warzone. There it is. Found it, Dominic. Uh, they do QA for Warzone, which apparently needs it right now because I've heard some really rough things about the way that game is, is operating. Um, but a, a portion of the QA team for the past couple of weeks have actually been on strike because of some unrenewed contracts. I think we had mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and now 35 of those employees, which make up about 77%, I believe was the figure I saw of the Raven QA team have actually unionized now. And they are asking for Activision to recognize their unionization effort. Um, basically, you know, acknowledging, hey, now we have to, you know, speak with them as a group instead of on an individualized basis. Uh, the leadership at Activision has, I don't know if they've recognized them officially or just addressed this as, as far as like a press release and basically undermined it by saying like, Oh, we recognize that three dozen employees out of our 10,000 staff have, you know, have decided that they want to be a part of a union. We, believe that dealing with employees on an individualized basis is a better method of doing that. But, you know, here we go. So I don't know that they've officially recognized them as a union, but this is the first step that we're seeing in a large company to actually unionize. And I, overall, it seems like that would be a positive move in the video game industry, which very much seems like it needs to, see some level of unionization to, to stop what appears to be a very exploitive system in place at a lot of these game companies. So what do you think, Dominic? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great that, um, 
that they do that. And I hope it, I mean, I hope it's achieved. Like, it's, it, and it stays. I hope it's Absolutely. like a, a, a freaking, um, what I'm thinking, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I, uh, effect from this that really affects a lot of um mm, more, like more of that specific kind of company thing. and to other companies also i got you i mean it's good for them uh they do that it's, i mean it takes it's, the q a team does it i was i was kind of I mean that's good but i was kind of hoping like develop now get some developers is actually yeah. do that the guys who yeah especially because these qa teams are usually like third parties or contract workers in a way that the actual developers are not right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take a first step somehow. So, you know, this could be it. And hopefully we see more in the game. Yeah, I hope it's like a trickle down, effect, like lean, not trickle yeah. down, but like it just spreads mm. like a virus. I hope it spreads like a virus. <laughs> and then maybe, more people. maybe not the time down. Like <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> So we had some gigantic news come out on Tuesday, Dominic, and it was that Kingdom Hearts is coming to the Nintendo Switch. We already knew that, actually, but now we have an official release date, February 10th. So if you were looking forward to streaming, because remember, those are not physical copies of those games. Those oh, are, none of them are? Nope. Oh, they are all just three. to be streamed. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think we talked about that because I was saying, like, I'm surprised that you can't do one or two yeah. on the Switch. Seems odd, right? Yeah. PlayStation 2 games that, you can't get running on the Switch. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just like a level of effort that they didn't want to have to do because if they're running them off servers, they can run them off, you know, PCs or whatever version they already have running. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's some level of work that still goes into it, but maybe just not as much because I, I don't know, Dominic, do you, I feel like there's some complication there with it being a streaming only thing, but I could see these still selling pretty crazily on the Nintendo switch. Cause that's yeah, just I, a franchise that matches so perfectly with, with Nintendo. I feel like cause that's the problem people talk about with stadia, right? Like, are you really own it? Cause like you don't really yeah. have it on your hard drive. You relied on stadia to keep it, keep that game running. That'd be the same with this. Yeah. And I, I like the option to have both, like with Microsoft, you know, mm, it's like, absolutely. hey, I can download it or I can just play it through the cloud or what they're doing with NVIDIA. And so it's it's weird because it's like, man, I can't I can't play this without the internet. Mm-hmm. Like Kingdom Hearts is not a game you really need the internet for. Yeah, but and the portability this, of the switch is undermined by the fact that I need to have it connected to the internet to play the game. Yeah, I'm gonna play because I don't. It's not like I have a service I can go outside and just be like, "Oh, it's gonna connect to the AT and T or yeah, something I like got that." A hot spot to my phone so I can play yeah. some Kingdom Hearts on the bus. Yeah, that's that's a shitty way to have to do that. Yeah, and plus, how much is going to cost? It'll cost like what the I'm guessing full price. It's gotta be. Yeah. See, I don't know. That's worth it. I don't think if I gotta go through that, I feel like I I should be a little less. I mean, it should yeah. be less anyway because it's old. Let's see the 1.5. Okay, 1.5 and 2.5 remix cloud edition. 
together is $31.99 currently $40 regular price. Okay. So that that is a little more okay, in yeah. the acceptable wheelhouse, I would say, especially at $31. Yeah. What's 3? Let's see. Kingdom Hearts 3. Are they releasing that at the same time? I am going to find that out for you. Yes. It is also $40, and that is the Remind edition. So it's got all that extra bit of story, I guess. (laughs) Um, I mean, the nice thing is that uh, the thing I appreciate about all these on the Switch that I've seen so far is they always make a demo available so that you can see how well it runs and what your experience would be with this kind of stuff. So Uh I, I do give them a little bit of credit for that. You're not just kind of going in blind, um, which I feel like maybe even stadia doesn't necessarily do, you know, just to give you an idea of what your streaming situation would be like. So, cause that's how I tried out that control originally was on the switch. As great as the switch is it, it, it's really has some limitations. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean that's we talked about it a lot last year when there was potential for a a new switch like there there's a lot of i don't want to say missed opportunity but there's a lot of room for improvement there that you know even someone like myself who isn't necessarily looking to get a new system would be very tempted by you know if if they actually put out a better performing switch so I'm going to sneeze or I'm not. And it's just going to be right there this entire oh, time okay. while I talk. <laughs> just get that feeling like in the back of it. Anyway, <clears throat> just want to let you know if I went silent for a while. All right, Dominic. So let's get down to it. The, the real big news that came out on Tuesday that very much overshadowed this kingdom hearts release date announcement I I was just at work and happened to look at my phone to check the time and I get like silent notifications from Google about different news stories and stuff. Yeah. yeah Not I even sure too. I've signed up for that at some point, but this one, uh, this one was very useful because it just said Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard. And I texted you. I was just like, excuse me, what the fuck? And since I was at work, I didn't get a chance to like look at it too deep. I was like, so they bought, did they buy Blizzard from Activision? Cause like, there's no way they could buy Activision, like Call of Duty Activision, right? Like that's, they're too big a publisher for that to happen. And then at lunch I, I pulled it up and I'm like, holy shit, they bought, they got everything, including King who makes Candy Crush and apparently yes. is still fucking like King had a bigger revenue last year or whatever the last fiscal year was that was reported, then Activision proper, like more than Call of Duty. It's insane. It, I think somebody said like Candy Crush makes like two million a day or something. Oh my god, that's incredible. I mean, especially now because like we're not in its peak anymore. I remember no. when it was at its peak, and that was like around the time that they bought them. I feel like, 
And yeah, for them to still just be making money like that is insane. You know, we talked, was it just last week where we talked about take two purchasing Zynga for $12 million? Yeah. And now we're talking Microsoft spent $68.7 million or will be or is or however you want to see it. Wait, 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 wait. I thought it was billion. You know what? It is billion. Yeah, I wrote that wrong. Yes, so it's twelve billion for you know them, and yes, sixty-eight point seven billion. Sorry. Yes, let me let me not undermine the about to say severity of it. Pretty cheap. Yeah, because I mean, that's the crazy thing, right? We're talking basically sixty-nine billion dollars. Disney bought Marvel and fucking Star Wars for like four billion a piece. Like this is an insane level of acquisition. And, you know, obviously there are people out there that are somewhat angry about this because, you know, obviously Activision has had its issues lately and it's like, Oh yeah, you know, you, you basically reward them for being a shitty company. But I, I don't know that I can look at it like that. Like I, I get it. Like the way can you do it? I I mean, thing is when things like this happen, they that's what happens when you want to get right. somebody out they have to get bought out yeah that's the thing right is like this is you want to see Kodak out like obviously he's not out right now and there's He'd probably been be out next year when they yeah get fully acquired i mean that's the thing as soon as this deal closes he's got to be out the door and that's you know that's on microsoft to do i know they can't really say that that's their plan right now I know that there are already rumors out there, but like that's just the speculation. Even even if I'm completely uninformed, if I know the situation happening in Activision and I know Microsoft buying them, like I gotta know that that dude's gonna be out the door, right? Yeah. But obviously, he's gonna make a fucking killing going out the door, and that's I mean, we, probably why part of this deal happened. He's like, yeah. oh, I can basically make a ton of money and also silently slip out the back door and not have to, you know, leave in disgrace. Like, of course I'd fucking make that deal in a heartbeat. Right. So it sucks that this awful dude is going to be basically rewarded for it, but there isn't another way. It's not like Activision would have, you know, sank into the dirt under yeah, his well, leadership yeah, exactly. and they weren't kicking him out because the board was still behind him, seemingly. So if this is what it takes to get him out the door, then fuck it. Let's go. (laughs) Um, I'll admit, like, I am I am very biased on this. Like, I look at this. I can see the negatives in this deal. But for the most part, I think this is going to be a positive for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah, that's the thing. I understand because I'm already using this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. A lot. So yeah, like if they put these games on Game Pass, like some of these games that I want to try on Game Pass, which is basically PC, guaranteed, right? Yeah, like PC. Yeah, but like because a lot of the PC, a lot of the Blizzard games are PC. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe some of the old Call of Duty games. Yeah, I would expect um, all of them to eventually. I, it's that's awesome for me. Like even though I have a PS4, mm-hmm. or well, I have a PS4, I don't have a PS5. Maybe don't have a PlayStation, I should say. There's for PlayStation don't have something like Game Pass. Well, no. they have to play PS now, but just it's not Game Pass. Yeah. 
And there are rumors so, that they're doing that Project Spartacus or whatever thing yeah. where they're well, when that happens, allegedly going to be doing something like that. When that happens, we can talk. Yeah. But and and we've talked about it in the past. Unless yeah. they're willing to say day and date their top titles are on that thing, then they're just not competing. And And now it's going to be harder for them to compete because Microsoft has their internal game studios plus the Bethesda stuff that they picked up. And in the future, they'll have this stuff. You know, we can have that conversation as to whether they're still going to put Call of Duty out on PlayStation. I I don't know. I Obviously, we've seen in the past both ways, right? We saw Minecraft get acquired, and they kept that everywhere because it's about accessibility, I think. Especially a game like that, it's about young children being able to play it and play it anywhere they can. Now, Call of Duty and with this specific purchase, I think this is a power play on Microsoft's part. You know, they're 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 out there saying, oh, yeah, we want to continue to support these communities. We desire to have Call of Duty on PlayStation still. But I think that comes with an unspoken asterisk, right? It's yeah, we would like to have them on there as long as Sony's willing to put game pass on their system. And that's oh, how yeah. I see this. Like it, this is a move to bolster game pass and put pressure on to Sony more than anyone. Cause I, I don't think this move really does anything to Nintendo. They're in such their own little bubble that they're like, Oh, we lost out on crash bandicoot. I don't give a shit, whatever. But for Sony, it's very much call of duty, you know, and I guess that's basically <laughs> basically what it's been, you know. But I, I think that's the play, right? Like, what do you think? Yeah, because right now you see the I'm looking at the tweet where he said Phil Spencer said had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which and makes sense. To, Same with Death Loop for yeah. when they got Bethesda. And I desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Sony is an important part of our industry. We value our relationship. So yeah. yeah, that that just tells me like, okay, yeah, they're going to the existing stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We still don't know what the future stuff because yeah. with the Bethesda, they kind of said the same things. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely, too. Yeah, like you just said with Death Loop. But now you just saw that oh, Starfield will be exclusive. Or mm-hmm. was it Starfield or I think Starfield, both of them, yeah. right? Well, I know Starfield was definitely yeah. And hell, Elder Scrolls. I, it's pretty most, much guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think know that, that they're going to see Starfield. But... Why not that one too? Yeah. So but I think that's the thing is they're they're willing to do it as long as Sony's willing to make yeah. a deal. And I think the deal that Microsoft is looking for is to put Game Pass on a Sony console so that they can get those subscriptions out of people that don't have I mean, Xboxes. The people don't have people PCs. say like. That, look, you don't have to worry about it because that'll be a, a lot of money that Microsoft leaves on the table. But I'm thinking, like, I, I think it's a, it'll be a, like you said, a power move. Then mm. it, it's not really about leaving money on the table so much. They've crunched those numbers. There's no yeah. way that they haven't. They're either willing to lose, however much they think they're going to lose. Let's let's say up to like. 50 60% of what they could make by putting it on the on the PlayStation family or they think that they can pressure Sony into putting Game Pass on their system like I, that that's it for me is like this is what they want they're 
Microsoft as a whole has moved to a subscription model. You know, Office, you get Office, it's a subscription. You get, you know, whatever Windows basically in a lot of ways is a subscription at this point. It's not it's not really you're not paying a monthly recurring thing, but I th- basically paying with your data at that point, I think. Um and you see other companies, Adobe, Photoshop, stuff like that, Lightroom have all moved to subscription models. And I think that's just what Microsoft sees. I mean, you you also look at like a company like Netflix. It's like, hey, once you get someone in that ecosystem, they're a lot less likely to just go, well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to drop out or sign off. It's like, oh, I forget about this reoccurring charge every month because it's low enough that I'm not too concerned about it. And next thing you know, I've been paying for Game Pass for three years and I haven't used it in two, but it's just like, I, you know, it's on my credit card and I don't really think about it too much. And I think that's what they're looking for. And yeah. okay, it, I just, if they can get that out of Sony console owners too, then that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Cause like Netflix, I mean, look how many stuff they lost because mm-hmm. these other companies want to do their own. But I think they're still the biggest, biggest guys out there. I think those subscriptions. I think they said it had gone down. Um, some. Yeah, this past week has been rough for them because I think they announced the raising of subscriptions, and then like stock wise, it's been you know our subscription numbers are lower than they have been in a while. But yeah. that's also another move, right? Is like with the introduction of Activision games. I'm not going to sit here and be surprised if Microsoft raises the price of, of game pass. I, I it would suck. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to it, but when you have that large a library to, to pull from, and once they're, once they're up and churning, like once they've finished this deal out and they could theoretically, and now this is all hopeless speculation on my part, and, and hopes and dreams, you know, a new Crash game, a new Spyro game, a new Tony Hawk game, in addition to a, a, a new, new Call of Duty game. game, a new prototype game, yes. But but seriously, once they have those, in addition to new Bethesda games coming out, in addition to new id games coming out, like, they're going to have a pretty constant flow of content coming onto that service. And I could see them trying to justify to consumers, Hey, this is a service that is now worth $20 a month instead of $15 a month for, for game pass ultimate, you know, or even if you wanted to go a step further, Hey, if you want to play on Xbox PC and PlayStation, you know, now it's $20 or something like that. The same way is if you want to play PC games in addition to the Xbox ones, it's, you know, an additional fee. So I, it's just wild. Like this is not something I woke up expecting to see. And even when I read it, I was like, this just can't be right. Like they, there's no way they picked up all of Activision. Like, oh, cool, they got Blizzard. You know, save them from that bad, you know, <laughs> that <laughs> bad situation that's over there. Even though, you know, Blizzard is kind of maybe the spearhead of all of that. Um, but that's another thing, right? Is like the corporate culture at Microsoft. I'm sure has its issues, but can be nowhere as bad, seemingly, because I feel like we would have heard about it by now as what was happening at Activision Blizzard. 
and you have to hope that there's some positivity in moving to their corporate culture and, and having Microsoft come in and say, okay, this is where the issues are. Let's get rid of these people. Now, on the opposite end of that, I will say this probably undermines efforts to unionize Activision Blizzard in in a way that I think was becoming more serious because you have people that become a little more complacent because they think, oh, you know, we won't be under that same leadership. Things will get better in a year once this deal closes and things of that nature. So the effort isn't going to be as forceful. Um, and that could be a detriment to the games industry as a whole. Um, and there are, there are many, you know, consolidation of these huge companies and antitrust stuff, which I, I don't think, I don't think Microsoft would go into this if they thought they were going to have an issue there. I mean, Microsoft has famously run into those issues, especially in, in Europe, you know, having to take internet Explorer out of windows installs because of it being in monopoly. So I, I'm sure they're going into this being well aware of what they can quote unquote, get away with. Um, so I, I don't know. What do you what do you think as far as like the general sense of this? Like, is this is there positivity here? Is there negativity here? There's probably a little bit of both. What do you think? I think well, overall, man, it's, it's tough because I'm thinking from my perspective. Like for me, it's like, hey, it just makes things a whole lot easier for me because I'm already just staying with this ecosystem. But mm. overall, I guess the monopolization of like these companies is. It sucks. I, I kind of don't like that. But, yeah, I don't like it. But it's like both all these companies are doing that. Well, Sony and um, Microsoft. Yeah. They, they've been doing that. Like with Sony with the whole um, Square Enix. I mean, they're making deals with Square Enix to keep their games on their system. and it's, or, or keep it away from Microsoft because I see it come to Nintendo, but now I don't see games <laughs> come to Microsoft to xbox and i'm wondering hey is it just it can't be just square enix choosing not to because they put some games on xbox there's gotta be some deal they making to come out on microsoft let me put this thing down i'll keep making um (laughs) gotta be uh making some type of deal because like sony got final fantasy um the remake first for a whole um year and then they finally came on pc I don't hear anything about Xbox. Yeah. Then they got now they got sixteen. Like they they say they're gonna get um sixteen um exclusive to uh well console exclusives to PlayStation I think, and so it's like well they they've been doing that then they but then they have hold the whole license of Spider Man like they they bought Insomniac they bought Insomniac yeah. and then like a game like Spider Man which. You would think like, hey, that can't just be exclusive one console. It, it is, and uh, who else they bought? I mean, they bought some small studios, small studios recently. Yeah, but they they also they make a lot of deals with the mostly Japanese companies though, like that they'll stay with them, and like they won't come to Xbox or they come like a lot later to Xbox, and. I mean, so Microsoft has to compete. So it's like I can't 
like I'm mad of the situation all around. Like it's like ah, <laughs> oh, these right. people having to like keeping these games away from each other. Like I wish it was back in the old days where it's just like, hey, third party's third party. Um, like they choose, like they they choose to go where to go. But even though it was always there, I mean, technically it was always there. Oh yeah, yeah. So so it's it was always, always there that they too. made these deals. But I mean, I, it just felt like. It wasn't one sided. It's like I just don't want to be one sided or anything. Like everything's just coming on here. Yeah. So I remember the PS2, a lot of shit was coming over there. But then you saw Nintendo had a Capcom deal. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, so Capcom, but, but they, I mean, eventually Capcom came to PlayStation 2 after the, I guess their deal was up with Nintendo. Yeah. But you had your games. Like the, the first party games seemed to be enough on the consoles too to really sway you. Like PlayStation had their first party, Nintendo uh, Nintendo at the time had their first party, so it was like really that was really really got you to it. I mean, until Grand Theft Auto came, then yeah. that's when it really just PlayStation just really just killed. And now, I mean, that's what it's come to now. Like, who has the most companies now? Who has the most companies like and to um to bring in the games and. I mean, it. Th- this is this capitalism. It's it's kind of hard. To, <laughs> I mean, you could be mad at it, but you just mad. At, you got mad at the whole system at yeah. that point. You can't just mad at one company. Yeah, because even compete. with this deal, they're Microsoft. As far as like their games division, is still in third place behind Sony at number two and Tencent at number one. You know, as far as far as game companies generating money. You know, it's crazy to think yeah. that. And then the system sold. Nintendo still sells its most mm. systems with the Switch, and then PlayStation still sold more on consoles. Like PlayStation Five with the new consoles has sold more than Microsoft um, Xbox Series X. But but Microsoft being a service, like what is that? Uh, like I think that's what things just change now. Now it's like mm. about physical consoles as much for them anymore right yeah at what point do they even not care how many xboxes they're selling as long as they're selling game pass subscriptions yeah is there it's like for me it's the negativity i just think it's not i don't know what's the word i'm looking for like i understand it but it's not really fair like you you had to be mad at this all the time. Like, it's not going to stop. Like, at this point, you're just in denial. Like, I don't see the point of being mad about it. It's always going to be there. And it's not going to change. Like, these companies are not going to stop buying each other. No. So, is it bad? Like, I don't know. It seems like it's something that, is it worth getting, feeling bad about? Only (laughs) if you have a PlayStation. Like, that's all you have. Like you're just mad, like like someone said, like you're just mad, like but you're just mad because place if PlayStation would have did it, you would have been happy because you had a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's and that's fine. I'm just when saying, in reality, you should be mad that Sony's not willing to make the make the compromise and put Game Pass on your system so you can play those games. Yeah, exactly. You would just say, hey, work, yeah, work with them before we can play all these games. It's is that so? I just say like it's not worth um, feeling mad on on that front because of them buying companies. Yeah. It's just how is it run? I think at that point you just gotta see how when they buy these companies, how they use them. Mm-hmm. 
That's really Absolutely. what it is for me. It's how they use these companies. Do they um, still put out great games? Um, Do they start putting like, out great games? Because <laughs> uh, that's the that's the thing about Activision Blizzard is like. We've gotten to a point where what do they release? They release Call of Duty. And every time we go through this exercise, we can't think of another game that they're bringing out. And oh, no. I'm yeah. hoping with so Microsoft. So many more games will come out now. Not, yeah, I'm hoping maybe, with Microsoft maybe, so, they yeah. actually use some of these licenses that they have. You know, split back out the team that made Tony, you know, split back out Vicarious yeah, Visions. Yeah, put, yeah, and put them out there. Like, get, 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 yeah, y'all get, the out of, get out of Blizzard. Get the fuck out of here and <laughs> exactly. make another Tony Hawk game. <laughs> Yeah, like it's just I don't know. It's so crazy. So it, that to me is exciting. You know. Meanwhile, they have you know interviews with Bobby Kotick out there. Like, oh, do you think this is the the recent uh, stock price going down is related to your allegations? Nah, I think it's because we delayed you know Overwatch because those losers couldn't get it done in time. Despite it the was, fact Daniel. that now they didn't work as hard. <laughs> now there are reports hard. out there saying like he had. The people who should be wa- working on Overwatch Two, working on projects for Overwatch One, that they would spend money or spend months on, and then just cancel them. So it's like, oh, you wasted all this time not doing anything. So that's great. So you know, I I can't I can't see the potential of Bobby Kotick getting out of there as anything less than good. Um, I hope it's better for the people who works at these at these exactly. places too. And when it comes down to it, absolutely. You know, I, like I'm excited for for the potential of video games, but yeah, I that is that is something that I I I hope for is that this deal brings positivity to the people actually working for Activision Blizzard and King. You know, get away from whatever frat boy disaster corporate culture they had at this company and bring it to something more professional and, and allow them to exercise their creativity a little better. So now with all that said, Dominic, it is there a company that you could see Sony realistically looking into buying that, that either not even would make as big a news as this necessarily. Cause I really feel like this is just, earth shattering in a lot of ways the bea the be yeah as big as uh, but is there some somebody else that you could see them actually picking up i mean ea like who knows maybe that is a possibility i would have never said that activision blizzard could have been picked up by somebody but you know could you see, see them picking up that. a square like enix up that or a capcom or something like yeah, that yeah it would have to be a japanese company yeah yeah i maybe nintendo could sony acquire nintendo <laughs> yeah well, no no I, yeah, maybe it, something like that. Sega. No, I'm, I'm who, be okay. Who if the they, fuck is buying Sega? I feel like that's well, been Sega's the rumor. Well, Sega's been buying companies too. It's yeah, which is crazy. But it, Sony it very much feels like one of those companies. It's like a big name wise, I guess. But realistically, I'm I'm just shocked that someone hasn't picked up Sega yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's true. Because I mean, there was those rumors that Microsoft would buy Sega. So. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason that maybe didn't come to fruition at some point in time was because they're an American company. You know, I I feel like if Nintendo or Sony had come to them with probably the same offer, they may very well be under one of those brands now. 
and and you know what? If that happens, I'll I'll be fine with it too. I mean, I will be like, oh, I only can play it on PlayStation, but I say, ah, oh, fine. Also, yeah, I don't Capcom. care because Sonic games suck. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sonic well, Mania Two exclusive to yeah, the PlayStation. Well, yeah, for Sega, know. yeah, it would it wouldn't be that that big a deal. Yeah, except for the Yakuza games. That That's true. Hey, yeah. but as long as it look, come on PC, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it comes on PC. Uh, but yeah, maybe Capcom or I don't think Square Enix though. I think they're. I mean, it, I guess it has to be an offer they can't refuse. And what would that yeah. offer be? Because I feel like they make a lot of money. Yeah. And I don't, I don't heard any financial trouble or anything. I feel like Capcom a couple of years ago when we were talking like, oh, we won't get a Street Fighter unless Sony puts up the money to make it is a completely different beast than, than Capcom of today who is now sold pretty well with resident evil seven and eight you know and and the remasters yeah and with four on deck you know a remaster of four on deck i would not be surprised if they're like oh yeah we're we're doing fine over here by ourselves thank you we don't need that unless there's a studio within those studios that's contract is up or they can just buy Mm. like a developer I would not be shocked if someone picked up Platinum Games at some point. That's the one that sticks out in my head is like a a smaller, smaller company that I'm I'm shocked hasn't already been grabbed by somebody. I think this just shows how strong. Yeah, the next biggest thing would be either EA or Ubisoft, but Ubisoft, that's too big. That's big. I mean, I think they're good. Yeah. And they're constantly like, if they were in a position where it's like, oh, the only thing we're putting out every year is Assassin's Creed, it, maybe I'd be more willing to think that's the case, especially if you know the allegations of, of you know, discrimination and yeah. and sexual that's harassment. That's over in Europe, though. Got a little, yeah, uh, but the, I don't know. I was gonna say they take some of that type of stuff more seriously, but I feel like they take that kind I mean, of stuff maybe serious, less seriously and companies. they take more like money crimes more seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I, I mean, does, I just want to know, we got to wait and see. I want to know what, how does it affect Sony? That's mm-hmm. what I want to know. How would this affect, like, will people, like, when does the first Call of Duty not come on Sony? I would say 2024. Because if the deal's not closing until next year, and that's assuming that we're still getting like a Call of Duty every year, I would say 2024 is the earliest that we would not see that game come out on. And will that be that too system? late for like the decline of Sony? Because people would have been buying the consoles by then. Yeah. And that, that's the thing is like, I wonder how much this leaks out into spaces where people are considering what console they should buy. You know, uh, it, is someone now going to go, oh, well, in the future, I'm not going to be able to play Call of Duty on a PlayStation like that. That's the kind of playground kind of rumors that you would hear back in our days, but now is probably relatively easily verifiable on a smartphone that a five-year-old has where it's like, no, it's still coming out this year. I don't know what you're talking about. I can still play my PlayStation for however long. I'm going to have a PlayStation six by the time this deal, you know, falls through or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, 
that's that's going to be the thing is when when does Phil Spencer starts getting out there and saying, nah, you guys are not getting these games or even do you think it jeopardizes a future deal? If Phil Spencer just goes out there at some point and goes, yeah, it's not coming, but we've talked to Sony and we told him, you know, if you put game pass on our system, you can have all the games that are on game pass. You know, I feel like part of that would be burning a bridge that maybe he wouldn't be willing to, to do. He'd rather make those backroom deals. Now you gotta go full Trump. Burn that bridge. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be it, right? Is <laughs> he yeah, burn that bridge? Um yeah, because he's definitely a wheeler and dealer, Dominic. It sounds like he spent most of the holiday finalizing this deal and making sure it oh, gets yeah, so through. now he's the uh the CEO, right? Of Yeah, he's like he's co CEO, something like that. Xbox game division or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He got a promotion. I know that. Mm. Understandably. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> this dude is, is making the moves. I mean, shut so, ever since he took over, I mean, he took over after the debacle of Xbox, man, mm. it, it's been like a lot of positives. Absolutely. It's been more yeah, positive than negatives. He's definitely moved that company in in the right direction. He's doing an excellent job. Um, yeah, I I think outside of that, I think it shows how strong a, a position Nintendo's in, though, because even if Sony were to f- be forced to put Game Pass on or, say, convinced, coerced to put Game Pass on the PlayStation... I think it would be more likely to show up there than it would on Nintendo now because Nintendo's never been about selling Call of Duty. You know, a lot of these Activision games are never things that have been big on a Nintendo platform. So I just don't see that they would have the same desire to get those games on their system. And, you know, we've already seen or heard allegedly that, you know, Phil Spencer was trying to make that move to get it on to switch a move that I think you and I would both absolutely love. And yeah, they didn't seem too interested in it. So I don't think this move's going to convince them anymore in a way that it could potentially Sony. So Nintendo is a pretty strong position, Dominic. Yeah, they are. So yeah, that is, that is the news of the week. <laughs> that is the news of the year, Dominic. I don't think, I don't, yeah, the year just started. Think, yeah. What's going to top this? Um, Tencent buys Microsoft. <laughs> yep. Basically, it that'll be the beginning of the end because the Chinese are just going to be, yep. they're going to own us. And then China <laughs> takes away video games from America. <laughs> All right. So you want to do new releases real quick before we get into our games from last year? Yes. All right. New releases. We got Nobody Saves the World out now on PC, Xbox One, and Series X, which you mentioned earlier. Game looks kind of cool. Check it out at some point. We also have RPG Off or RP Golf Legends. This is out now on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox, and PS5. I had seen this previously and it reminds me a lot of golf story Uh, apparently it's maybe not quite as good as golf story but i'm still kind of intrigued the reviews are not 
super high, but they're also not bad. They're, you know, mid sevens, eights area. Um, so I, I'd be interested to see what this, this is all about. Okay. Yeah. I got to check it out. Cause I haven't, I haven't seen nothing about this game. Yeah. Um, we also have Windjammers 2, which you mentioned earlier, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Yeah, Stadia. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> two games for Stadia this week, Dominic, because <laughs> Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction is also releasing on Stadia, as well as PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. And as we discussed, I think, last week or the week before, whenever we recorded, uh, also on Game Pass. So I forgot we to talk about, I did that. play this. Okay. <laughs> That and the How reason I forgot it? is because I I don't think I like it. Okay. I all <laughs> I played was a tutorial, but it's too complicated to mm. me. Uh, it's not well not complicated. It's more than I want to do because in a game like this, I like it like how Back for Blood and Left for Dead are. Yeah, like this is this is definitely a Rainbow Six game with monsters or, or not zombies but I, I don't know some alien shit infected something yeah yeah something i don't know but because you do a lot of rainbow six stuff like you can send out your little bot to like look at the area because they I, I guess they really still emphasize stealth and it's not it's not running gun i mm. mean you can i guess you can but I, a lot of stuff i use is stealth stuff because if i'm running gun i'm not gonna be sitting on my drone See what the fuck's going on. So, yeah, it's and it's really seem more team oriented than those other games. Other games, you might can get away with not not being on a team if you're playing on a um, easier setting. Uh, maybe on the harder settings when you really need to probably talk to people on Left for Dead or Back Back for Blood. Mm. But this seems very team oriented, and all I played was a tutorial. So I haven't played like with people because I didn't want to get in a group and like just be like, I don't feel like playing, but you know, I don't want to ruin it for them. So I just didn't do it. But mm-hmm. after playing the tutorial of going through and it sucks tutorial. I wish they gave you bots to come with you because I was the only one, you only one guy right. there. You're just um seeing what everything you could do with your Pacific type of soldier. And yeah, I I don't know. It's just like, uh, I just want to, I just want enemies to come at me and I shoot them. I don't want to be like, you see them and you can sneak up behind them and kill them. You know, that's, that's how it is. Like they're, they start off slow. They ain't doing nothing. Mm. And then you can kind of sneak up on them. Like, like you do in rainbow six games and stuff like that. So it's different. It's not, it's not my kind of game. It's not my kind. Like I prefer, um, even even like, Alien Extraction, even though that game it sucks compared to other games, but <laughs> something that's more action than stealth action, something like that. All right, that's it. You said all there? right. Oh, yep. Yeah. That is it for our new releases, then, Dominic. You want right. to kick us off? Yeah, uh, we're just gonna take a break, and then we'll come back. We're gonna go through what, what would we call this? What is the name of this? <laughs> Games we played last year. Games in <laughs> Review 2021. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Year in Review, yeah. Year in Review 2020, yeah. That, that, that's the way you should look at it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Did we do, like, biggest news last year? Yeah, we did that. We, when did we do that? 
Um, two podcasts ago. Oh shit! So year of, this is year review two then. I, I think, think that's what was, we called it. I didn't think it? it was right before the end of the year. Like I think we did that pre yeah, end of that's the year, right. like the final show of the year. Yeah, and then we missed the one week, and then yeah. So yeah, it can't be called year review. Uh, year review two, I guess. The game Electric Boogaloo. That uh, <laughs> I can't think of. I don't have really a real title to it. Well, I got to remember the title we did for last year, unless we did all in one go. I don't know. I don't remember. I think we split it up because then we did like the half-assed game of the year awards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, then. Um, We'll yeah. When we get back, we'll get into the games we played last year. All right. Hopefully, I have a better title. (laughs) And we're back, and now we're gonna go through a list of the games we all played all last year. Like not just games that came out last year, but everything we played. Everything we played that was new. Like, we never played before, and we tried it out in the year 2021. So, I I, I didn't count how many games I got up here. So, I, I'll just say we just named a few, uh, maybe, what, five or something, and then just go to the next person? Sure. All right. So, um, I'll start her off. Okay. So, I think at the beginning of the year... I played um, Bleed 2, which is that action side-scrolling game. It was on mm-hmm. Game Pass. And I don't think it, it came out, baby. I don't know when it came out. It was, I think it was an older game, but it just came on. Actually, I don't know if it was Game Pass or... or um, was it one of the games for gold? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think it might have been gold. that. Yeah. So, it, it was a fun game. I didn't play for much, uh, but it, I think because I was playing other games at the time. Because it was fun. I really did like it. It was kind of funny. It kind of reminded me of Castle Crashes a bit. I don't... Mm-hmm. It might have been multiplayer. I'm not sure. I think it... Maybe it was, but I just played single player. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um. Also, I played Yakuza 2. I, I think that's when I finished it. I think I started it the previous year, mm-hmm. and I finished it this year. So I finished that game off, and Yakuza 2 was, was great. Great. I really liked it. Also, um, like, now, 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 these games aren't all in order of how I played them. It's like some of them are like when I start when I played them, I played them first early in the year. But some of them I put up here because I just remembered. I was like, yeah, I did play this game, and I <laughs> just put it on the list. Some of this is not in so, not in any type of order. All right. So also I played Yakuza three a little bit of that. I technically I probably shouldn't even put it on the list because I didn't complete it. I I wasn't even halfway through it because i mm. think i stopped because i think i went right into three right after two and i was like ah i'm a little tired of yakuza yeah so i took a break Burn and out. went to another game but i did play yakuza like a dragon later on in 2021 and i love that game that is my maybe my favorite yakuza game mm-hmm. i think so gameplay boss it was fun it was funny um, I love the the voice acting was good. The characters, the characters themselves were great. The combat was fun, and it was just so like it's so different from the other Akuza games, which was more action, and this is more RPG, and it really plays into the RPG. They even talk about like Dragon Quest and things of that nature. Mm. 
the funny bits are, uh, are hilarious, and the serious bits are are great. Like it's a, it's such a great story. Like Yakuza does that very well compared to other Japanese games, where the stories are just not they don't click that well. They they be okay, but not great. Like this is probably the best as far as Japanese toy storytelling in video games I played is from the Yakuza games. It's like damn, like they they do a really great job of incorporating um a good story and how to incorporate comedy um with just drama just like serious drama and it continued with yakuza like a dragon and some people were scared of like the new gameplay changing uh but it worked out for like for me i liked it like i like the new style of it yeah i hope they continue still making more games well they technically are doing the judgment games so i have to try that out eventually Mm -hmm. And um, okay, so my f- the fifth one is Rogue Squadron. I tried that out because that was on EA when EA came to Microsoft, or whatever. Yeah, was that part of their like, hey, you can play this before the game releases for a couple hours or something like that? Yeah, but now it's just up there, and it was it was all right. Uh, I mean, it's it it just definitely, I definitely prefer third person brew. Mm. Uh, but this is a first person view type of game. That's it, you stay in the cockpit. But with um, flight games, I I prefer third person mostly. Like I don't mind being first person. Like just try it out. Say, oh look, I'm in the cockpit. But then most of the time, I like to be in third person. So it just because it gets, I get freaking disoriented. Like, oh no, we're about to down. <laughs> exactly. or what the hell's going on? And and I have a hard time figuring out what the fuck's going like where I'm at, like if I'm about, I'm about to hit something. But overall, it, it was fun. I mean, I played some actually no, I did play multi did I play multiplayer in this? No, that was from Battlefront 2. I played multiplayer. So no. I just played the single some of the single player campaign. Uh but it yeah, I it just didn't grab me for me to stay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what did you play? All right, so I think this was the last year was the first time that I played Super Mario 35. That was the Nintendo Online exclusive yes, for I a short lived window. Um, and I didn't play it for very long, I played a couple of rounds of it. I like the idea of it, but it didn't quite work as well as like a Tetris, uh, you know, Battle Tetris or Tetris 99. I I like Pac-Man better than that one, too. Mm -hmm. Which I don't I don't think I even tried Pac-Man. Yeah, it was a it was a novel little concept, but it it didn't really have much staying power with me. It was like, okay, yeah, I played this game a million times. I don't necessarily need to play this, but competitively. And then, of course, it went away because Nintendo's stupid and they like to do things like that. I also played Cyber Shadow, which was a really cool side-scrolling ninja game, which I did not finish, and I really would like to go back and and finish that at some point. I need to go go back to that maybe after I finish Artful Escape, because that shouldn't be much longer. I was I was a substantial way into that game, or at what's least the game it called like again? It. Cyber Shadow. Oh, Cyber Shadow, yes. And I, I think it's leaving. I think that's why I saw it. Oh shit. <laughs> then yeah, I better I better get to play in that game. Um, man, I hope that's not the case, but I would not be surprised because it's been on there for like a year. Um 
yeah, so I thought that was really cool. That was a neat game. I'd like to get back into that. Uh, also, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, I had never played the 3D World games, not having a Wii U and all. I think I touched touched it at some point, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Um, but going through that game, it was excellent. I It was better than I, I thought it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of reverence around that game because so few people had a Wii U. Um, and then there was the dozens of us, Daniel, there, there were dozens, dozens. <laughs> um, and then the addition of Bowser's furies, uh, which just with the open world aspect of that, I thought it was a really cool direction to go with a Mario game. And obviously it's kind of a smaller thing, but it was a neat glimpse into what could be the future of, of that series if they wanted to go that route. So I thought as a package, that was a really cool thing. Um, next up, Murder by Numbers. That is the um, not Sudoku uh, pictograph, I guess, a puzzle game where it basically gives you rows and columns and numbers and you need to fill in those matching the the puzzle layout to then create an item and then it becomes a ace attorney style game where you're using these items that you discovered in the environment to press on characters and you know accuse them of murder and things of that nature that was a fun little game but there were aspects of it where it's like the story wasn't quite as enthralling as like the ace attorney games and also i found myself wanting to do more of the puzzle aspect of it than the actual, you know, narrative aspects of it. So I kind of fell away from that one in favor of, of playing those kind of pictograph things elsewhere. Um, and then the other one I have on here is resident evil seven. I may have touched that previous to this past year, but never put any real substantial time into it. Um, and then this past year I got back into it or started it and I was enjoying what I played, but also it was scary and it made me uneasy going through those environments. So I ended well, you up, you should have had your daughter with you, you know, she would, I could have cuddled her every time I, I got scared. <laughs> like here, you take the controls. Um, yeah, so it, it really got to a point where it's like, am I enjoying the unnerving feeling that I'm getting from this game? I don't know that I am. So I think that's kind of the biggest thing that pulled me away from getting any further into that game. I think something else came up around the time I was playing it too. But I think a lot of it was just like, I don't know if I want to sit here and just be creeped out this entire time that I'm playing this. Like, am I getting enjoyment out of that? I don't think I am. Maybe this isn't the game for me, but at the same time, like part of me is like, uh, maybe I just turn on God mode and fucking annihilate everybody <laughs> in this game, you know? Um, yeah. So there's my games. What do you got up next? Dominic? You know what? Mortal Kombat. You got that two years ago. I don't even recall now. Probably. That sounds about right. Okay. I mean, but technically, you know, I, Play Mortal Kombat. I mean, I played some new characters in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Even though I did play the game. There's a new experience there. Yeah, exactly. So, and I played some of the new story, the aftermath. So, there there you go. All right. 
so that's one. Uh, Medium, the new mm. next-gen Xbox game and PC. It, did it just come on PlayStation? Um, It came on PlayStation a little bit ago, I think. Yeah. It's definitely it on there now, though. Yeah. But, yeah, Medium, Um, I played some of that. It's a suspenseful game. Um, Nothing scary happened as of yet what I played of it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of into it, but then I just stopped. I, I don't know why. Maybe something scared me. I just don't remember. And I repressed it. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was into it. I think, you know what? Because I don't know if it's stream. But at the time, I, at the time, I couldn't do the cloud. Mm. If it is on the cloud now, I, I might go back, try it. But it's probably, maybe it's not. Because I think I was doing it for my PC. And I think it wasn't, something was going wrong. Like it wasn't running as well as I thought. I, I just don't remember why I stopped. Mm-hmm. Or maybe another, maybe another game. I was playing another game um, at the time. I just couldn't get back into it. But it seemed okay. But it was, it's more, I guess, puzzly than like action. Like I don't remember killing anything, and I, I don't know if you do. Uh, so, but yeah, it seemed more of an exploration type of thriller, um, dealing with some type of scariness or something uh spiritual and things of that nature. Yeah, that's right. And you saw you that's right. That's the game where you saw two things. Okay, now I remember. Like you yeah, because you were like in two different dimensions. Like realms. Yeah, yeah. You in, in the, yeah. the normal realm and then it's like whatever I don't know whatever realm that is where there's a whole lot of bloody shit. And <laughs> you kind of interact with both of them. Sometimes you look at the same time at this like you're moving in both realms at the same time. It was it was different. Yeah, they had a little cool concept. I mean, I think reviews were they were okay. Like they weren't they weren't super great, but they were all right. <laughs> uh, also, I played Fuser for the first time. That's the music DJ game uh, made by the guy. I think the guys on Harmonics did this, right? Yep. Because that was had a free weekend, so me and some friends tried it out, and it was fun. Like I liked it, like it really, because I've never done DJ before, and so yeah. for me to see how like incorporating different beats from different songs and putting them together, it was cool, man. It's like, oh man, this is awesome and fun. Uh, like I, I like I really enjoyed it. Like it was really it was a fun weekend because I didn't play it again and I didn't end up buying it, <laughs> but <laughs> but I I saw the appeal. I saw why people liked it. Like why well, it got good reviews initially when it came out. So I was wondering, like, oh, this, like, what exactly you really do with this game? Uh, but yeah, it it was it was a fun game, and it's like, yeah, it really gets you pumping. Uh, but also that's three of them. I put Dragon Ball Z up here. Well, I did play with some new characters in Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Master Yoshi, um, mm-hmm. you know the womanizer guy. Uh, I played with him, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and uh, I can't remember the other character I played. I thought yeah, oh Goku Instinct, I guess. That stupid fucking name. Uh, but he, I played with him. <laughs> I guess the strongest Goku, the Goku with the white hair. Uh, I played with those characters. Master Yoshi's fun. I like his. I like his character. I, it's it's good. I, I like him. Goku Instinct. I don't I only played him like one time, so I don't like. I don't really remember what like how they felt playing with him. Uh, well, you know, what Mortal Kombat game. Tell me the characters I play. Well, I played with um, Robocop. A little stiff, but that makes sense. Just like Terminator. Yeah. Uh, I do like Rambo. I do like Spawn. What's his name? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. 
Okay. I got to play him some more because I think I do like him. Only played with him about like two times because I, I know how to change the people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only, it's always unfortunate though because once you get hit, you change back. And sometimes I, I change the yay and now I got to use the power. I can remember the powers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right. and then somebody hits me. Then I was like, oh, I changed back. Um, Shiva, I do like Shiva. Uh, yeah, I love I love that hair and that sexy body. Uh, and <laughs> who else I played uh, that was new? Oh, um, Goro's cousin. I don't know what was her name. What's the what's the lady name with the forearms? Shiva. I thought she was the hair. Oh, that's Sindel. Right? Oh, Sindel. Oh, I'm the sorry. Gray hair with the oh. black stripe. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sindel. You should correct me when I said hair. I did. I thought you were talking about her mohawk. What the fuck? <laughs> you didn't like the mohawk? Yeah. No, I mean, it didn't do nothing. It's, I was uh, Sindel. Well, then, yeah. I mean, Shiva. Shiva, I like. I, I like her, too. Um, well, with Sindel, or technically, sorry, but I said the wrong name. But Shiva, I like the, um, when she jumps in the air and ground, like, mm. just stomps on your ass. Yeah, yeah, she was fun one. to play with. It was so easy to do. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's, it's, and okay, so what's that? Um, four games, I said. And so, well, I played very little of Persona 5 Strikers. I kept saying I'm going to come back, but always another game comes through. I'm going to play that game this year. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. Like, it really has the, like, it's it's like a Persona game just with some of that Mushu type of fighting from Dynasty Warriors. Mm. Like, they've done a good job with these games that are like Dynasty Warriors. They actually better, they actually are better than Dynasty Warriors. Like, the Harbor Warriors, Dragon, Quest Warriors, uh, what's the other one? The, um, ah, uh, what's, what's the other Nintendo game? Fire Emblem Warriors mm. and P- P5 Strikers. I mean, like, because they all incorporate they have the essence of their original games. Like, it's not just those characters and bam, they are, they, and you just replace them with, like, it's not just Dynasty Warriors and you replace them with those characters. Right. They replace a lot of other things with it too, um, with that game. So it's, it just feels like a new game. P5 does the same thing. It got great reviews uh, when it came out. I just have not, like, it's always something game came out, Um, but I will be playing that game this year. I know I will. Uh, I think that's five, right? Yeah. Yep. That was that's one. five. Yeah. So right. what you got? So my next up is Kaze and the Wild Mask. I okay, thought that was I, a really I cool. Have that one. Yeah. Side scrolling. I medium twice. Did you? Okay. <laughs> well, one for each realm that you were in. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Kaze and the Wild Mask, side scrolling platform kind of adventure thing. I, it had aspects of like Sonic Mania where there were some of the more runny, auto runny bits, which I thought was a cool idea. Um, and just the, the different masks that you put on and making them actually change the, the play style in a significant fashion, I thought it was really cool. It was a good looking game with really solid pixel art graphics. And I, overall, I think it was a, it was really, really neat experience. So. That was that was pretty high up there on my list of stuff. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it was. 3. It was. I like. I like the platformer. I mean, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't finish it, but it was. It was fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely got difficult near the end, though. I will say that. It definitely, definitely exercised some, uh, some harshness there. Okay. <laughs> there was some, there was some stuff that you had to be very precise to, to get through. Um, yeah. Second one, Luigi's mansion three. I talked about that earlier, basically feeling the same way about it as I did initially. Is, it's the greatest game ever. Okay. Uh, it's okay. It's difficult <laughs> controls, stuff like that. Uh, next up Mario golf, super rush. That was a game I was very excited for when it came out and I played a significant amount of, but eventually did fall off of it. I was glad that they did a more serious job with doing kind of a story and RPG mode that, that we saw previously in the game boy color ones. It didn't quite get to that levels. Um, the things that I didn't like about it were that, they had like very specific play styles, some of which weren't fun that they forced you to, to play. Um, and then just the, the blandness of the environments. Like I'm in the mushroom kingdom. Give me something that doesn't just look like a regular ass forest. You know, they, they didn't play up that stuff as much as I really would have liked to have seen. So Game that did get priority this year, Dominic, courtesy of Xbox Space Jam, a new legacy. That was a fun little beat em up, a very short game, basically just free advertisement for that, that, you know, that movie Space Jam two starring LeBron. Did, did James. you see it? No, I still haven't watched it because it, they, it was back on HBO max. I don't know if it's still on there. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. But yeah, I still haven't I'm, yeah, seen I'm it. boycotting that game. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> it's like a boycott yeah. in a movie, Daniel. <laughs> the game's all right. It, it's a solid little thing, but it, it's very short, and it's very much like, oh, okay, you guys did this just to advertise the movie. So, yeah, that was all right. Uh, the Tourist, I played a bit of that because that was on Game Pass. I actually used the streaming aspect for that. Um, and that's kind of a 3d adventure puzzle solver kind of thing. You're this voxel little guy on an Island going around solving puzzles, doing stuff. It was fun. I didn't play a ton of it and I think it left game pass shortly after I tried it out. So I never really got back into it. So, all right, those are my five Dominic, what you got up next. All right. So I have MLB the show came out. Okay, I, this is way down my list. Okay, I need to. Um, I gotta remember that I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that the show came to Xbox for the first time. Yeah, ever. It has left the Sony platforms for the first time ever. It was okay. It could have been better. Like it, it wasn't horrible. On the Xbox One. <laughs> I think it was horrible on the PlayStation 4, too. Mm. Um, now, on the Xbox Series X, it was a whole lot better. But it doesn't look a whole lot better. Uh, gotcha. uh, but it runs great. Like It looks like it runs Smooth. 60 frames. But it graphically, it's like, darn, this could have looked better. But we'll see. Maybe now on, like, now they're going to get more into this new generation. We'll see what we'll happens. see people's pores, Dominic. Yeah, and see the and sweat it, it develop be out soon, of Because Darren, we're, we're about to be February, so March is true. It starts. Well, when baseball starts, so yeah, it like gameplay wise, it's the same as the other the last few games I played. 
mm-hmm. of MLB the show. And I mean, the only differences are things I don't care about, which is the multiplayer stuff and the, of course, the card based stuff they do right. in the game. The game that, that wants to get your money. <laughs> uh, or they did have something different, as in, like, you didn't collect little XP in single player if you change any of the defaults um settings people complain about that and then they finally added that you still can you can still get xp if you want to change the settings because mm-hmm. people who play single player like me i was like i want to still get equipment for my players or my player if i do my player um but you you're locking me out now because i gotta play it your way to do that when it it's not fair. I'm just playing by myself, and yeah. people complain about that. And they did change. Luckily, they changed it. Those death threats work. Death threats work sometimes, people. So, so don't get. Don't feel like you need to give up when they don't do what you say. Uh, <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> all right. Uh, so what we got here? Where I'm at? Um, I did Outriders come out last year? No, Outriders came out at the very beginning of this year, or like February, or last year. Last year is in 2021. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what yes. I asked. <laughs> yes. Damn. Well, came I played out Outriders. I kept thinking, because I was kept deciding, like, did that come out in 2020 or 2021? No. <laughs> it came it out feels so long ago for some reason. <sighs> yeah. Uh, as quick as the year went by, it felt very long. And, man. Yeah. It, it's just funny. It's just because it feels so long because it's like, it feels like an old game. Like, hey, nobody's. <laughs> Really talk Nobody's about this talking playing about playing this, no. but it's, it hasn't even been out a, a year yet, and it, it it really fell off fast. It, it's an okay game, gameplay wise is okay, but the the story is not really there. It's really not yeah. a great story that really gets me sticking with it. Um, it is fun to play with multiple people, but it's definitely it's not on the level of Destiny. Even though I probably like it more than Destiny because I can easily jump in and play with people. Destiny, I can't do that. Well, Destiny 2, I can't do that, definitely. But with this, you can. That's what I like about it. Mm. But it's... I'm just glad it's free. It was free. And it's still free. That's the thing. It's still on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay, so what I got? I did two. Um, System Shock. Um, mm. You played it, too, yeah. last year. Uh, Which it was the... What was that? Was that the beta? What was that? It was a demo. A, yeah, demo, alpha demo or something. Oh, yeah, something like that. Felt okay. very early. Yeah, very early game. Has this come out yet? No, no. It still, I still think hasn't it's come out. Basically yet. in development hell. I don't know. Oh, well, this game is not my type of game. I thought it's not, it's not like Bioshock. So, yeah. so it, it seems very convoluted for, to me. Uh, <laughs> it, it is just. It is just too much to do. Like, I guess you shouldn't pick up everything, and because <laughs> they let you pick up everything. Yeah, but they, yeah, exactly. They let you, and I'm like, I don't know, it's like what I mean. Sometimes uh, what to do is just. It seems like it's very complicated. It, like it's like I, I just want to shoot the stuff or just know like, hey, at least be like Fallout. Like, well, this will recent fallouts or something or if you're gonna be where you can pick up stuff like i just know what to do with it like i don't know what to do with stuff and it's not my type of game 
It's very it's one of those complicated old PC games that I would never have touched. Especially then and and even now. I would never play those type of games. Uh I mean how how do you feel about it? I think I'm right there with you. It was it was more complicated than a Bioshock, which is what I'd be looking for more. And I think just the combat in general felt really bad. I think the if I recall correctly, like the guns didn't feel good to to shoot. I think um, I got far to shoot, but yeah, I didn't like it. And I think there was no controller support, so I had to use my mouse mm-hmm. and keyboard. I'm not really good with that, but yeah. still, even then, it just, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great for me anyway. I mean, I, for purposes, for people who like this type of game, I don't know how they felt. Like, how, how did people feel about it? Did, they didn't like it? Was it bad? I honestly don't recall what the yeah. what the consensus around it was. Yeah, yeah, well, if this game ever comes out, like I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, um, how many I said? Three? Yep. Okay, so um, Halo Infinite. Played that game. Yeah. Really like it. Really fun game. The grappling hook is awesome. I don't even know why. I don't even want to use all the any other stuff you collect in that damn game. Well, <laughs> at some point, you do have to use it uh, yeah. based on the situation, but I'm just thinking, like, they didn't just make the grappling hook just automatically just be there and make the other stuff just be another button. Like all the other equipment, cause and I want the grappling hook to be longer. I want I, oh, I want, give me a version. Let me like give me like a version where I, it be is like the uh, what's that game called? Just cause I want I want to be like just a just cause version <laughs> yeah. part. But I just grapple to everything, just just fly around. This this like boosts me up. I gotta get back into that game though. Uh, I haven't really touched multiplayer. I mean, I just don't really care to because I'm the end of multiplayer like I like I used to be. Um, and yeah. unfortunately, the uh with the bots, it sucks uh, because they don't make them that smart, and also they don't do what <laughs> I want that I want to do. They don't really make the battles like I expect it to be. Hopefully, they'll fix that eventually. I still have not put the co-op in the game yet. I don't know official timetable for it. No, I don't think I've seen anything outside of like sometime this year. Yeah. So, I mean, darn. Uh, I mean, I guess eventually it'll come. But I mean, the game overall, I mean, gameplay wise, it's fun. The story, I mean, I'm interested in the story. Um, so it it's okay. It's it is not it's not complicated like the previous ones where it just like God, I just don't fucking care. Like yeah. it got to a point where I just don't care. But yes. I, I think they did a good job as far as the story with this Halo game. Yeah. All right. So where am I now? Four? My five? Yep. Okay. So I also played, was the Hades last year where I, I beat that? Yeah. I beat it last was year. It? Yeah. yeah. That oh, so, right. so Hades, you came to that game is fucking awesome because yeah, it went game the year before, year before, not when mm. I, well, for some people, it went game of the year. Came out 2020, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't play it yet. So I finally played it in 2021, and that game's fucking awesome. I really <laughs> love it. It's my favorite. Um, what's what's this type, type of game is called? Roguelike. It's my favorite roguelike game. Like the combat is great. The story is amazing. Like roguelikes, you don't really see a lot of good story. Well, recently you have seen them in some games. Um, I've been seeing like some really good stories with them, but yeah. usually you don't. I mean, before you really didn't. 
It wasn't really about the story, more about the gameplay, which is fine. Mm. Uh, because with this, if there was no story, the gameplay was still tight. And it, it, it was great. I love the combat, I love the different weapons you use. It made me want to use different ones, even ones I wasn't really comfortable with, but I could see in certain situations like, oh, I kind of wish I had a bow and arrow now. Um, because that would work with this enemy. So mm. I do try them out. And there's a story behind using those weapons too. So it it's a lot to this game that it really keeps you coming back for more to keep playing, to keep playing. And I did finish the story overall, and it was all right. It was the story was I mean the ending, the ending was all right. The overall story is great. The ending was okay. It it's not what I expected, but it, it was okay. It was okay ending. Um, it's still I haven't done everything in the game. Like I haven't unlocked everything, but I played enough. Like I played a lot. I played a lot of this game. I was playing this game a lot, and yeah, this this game it got it deserved all the praise it gotten um for in that year. Yeah. All right. So, cool. what you been playing, man? All right. So Axiom Verge Two. This one oh, came out, right. and I started. What's that? That's I forgot that came out. Yeah, it. I mean, it kind of popped up out of nowhere. You know, they just announced it on a Nintendo stream. Like, hey, it's out now. Uh, it just happened to come out at like the exact worst time for it to keep my attention because August was kind of heavy with stuff I ended up playing. Um, and I think it also not not as much as the first one. Um, but it still didn't quite hit with me in the way that I expected either of those games to. Um, I look at the first one and I went like, man, that's Metroid style thing. I'm super into it. And then it just kind of not was not quite that thing. It was a little weirder, a little more complex. And this one was, but I knew coming into it what it was more. Um, and then really it just got kind of devoured by by other things coming out. Um, but namely, the next one I got on here, Psychonauts 2, that came out at the end of August. And it was like, hey, this is the game that I want to play, even though I ended up not even playing that one <laughs> that much this past year. Um, but it did suck my attention away from Axiom Verge. And another one that came out around the exact same time, 12 minutes is a game that I spent some time with and fell off of due to the repetitive nature of it. You know, it, it really just had you doing the same exact thing over and over through trial and error and really didn't give you a way to skip forward in time that some of the other games that came out last year that had similar mechanics really did one that I'm sure that you'll, you'll talk about at some point. Um, it's a game that I'm still like apprehensive about seeing spoilers about because I do want to, well, that's the problem is like, I don't, I don't know if I want to experience that game or if I just want to see what the story is. Cause the, the gameplay of 12 minutes was very much like, this is frustrating, but I was intrigued to see where the story went regardless. So I'm still like, I'm not committed to just going on YouTube and watching the game yet, but I'm also not excited to go back and play that game. Um, yeah. So I kind of skipped over Psychonauts 2, but the bit I have played of that, 
I'm excited to play more of it. The environments are really cool and inventive. It looks nice. The art style that they have that they used for the same, you know, it's an improved version of the first game, but it looks really cool. It it has a very like Tim Burton-y vibe to it. Um, and so far, the the extra abilities or the new abilities that they give you over the first game, I think are cool. Uh, the boss that I fought, I thought, think was like a, a definitely interesting experience. You know, it's, it, it does cool things to shake that up a little bit and not just be, you know, here's, here's your standard boss, jump around or do whatever. Oh yeah. And, and it continues mm-hmm. with, with the other bosses in the game too. So I'm definitely excited to get back into that. And like I said, I think that's kind of on my priority list once I get through, um, the the music game that I'm the artful escape <laughs> just fucking blanking on completely just because like I said when I was talking about that earlier it's supposed to be a quick game so you know I wanted to get that out of the way before I dive more in depth into Psychonauts as another game you know to talk about as far as the big games last year uh, another well, one well, hold on I mean because I play sorry. Psychonauts so yes, I want to sorry. Um, yeah I, I mean I, I agree with everything you said like the the art style is great and mm-hmm. the voice acting is great. Like the story is, is funny. It was done well all around. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not that I'm surprised because I just felt like it was so much anticipation for this game. And mm-hmm. like for people who did like the first one, that just felt like, well, it's probably won't live up to it. Um, like the expectations that people yeah. probably have for it. And but for me it it actually did. I mean it is it, it will continue. I'm I haven't finished it. I think I'm close to the end though, but I think it has. Like I, I enjoyed Good. just as much as I enjoyed the original game. It took forever, but hey, it it worked out. Mm. All right, all right. Next up, I've got Skatebird. That is a game I played because it was. Oh, on game I forgot Pass. about that game. I don't think I even have it up here. Yeah, it's it's very forgettable. It's it no, didn't end up. No, for me, it was. I liked it more than you did. <laughs> but it's still i i had heard after that game after i had played it that they did go back and make some improvements to it i have not gone back to see if that is actually the case but between just like controls that didn't feel good and weren't really clear compared to you know a tony hawk that i had just played the year prior it it just was not what i was looking for as far as you know continuation of that but with cutesy little birds in a nice little microcosm environment of living rooms and whatnot. Um, and then game that came out the same day as that and was on game pass as well. I am fish. That was a cute little monkey ball esque physicsy thing. Yeah. Um, was, was I didn't cool. spend too much time with it because there were some aggravating aspects to it. Once they put you in, things that were not round, you know, they would put you in like long cylinders and whatnot. I haven't gotten that far. (laughs) Yeah. That stuff was, it just was more complicated than it needs to be. I understand why they maybe went in that direction as far as like trying to get some variety, but it definitely was not, not good. So I kind of fell off of that one. I totally forgot about that game too. (laughs) All right. So what are your next five Dominic? All right, so Wolfenstein Old Blood I played for the first time last mm. year. Mm. Um, I was trying that game out, and it was okay. I, 
it was okay. I didn't like it as much as the main Wolfenstein's. Like what what I liked the most, and I didn't like it much as two. I don't know. It was it was wasn't that much variety to it, like to where I was going. Just felt. I think it's. I think it was. Was this more stealth? I felt like it was more. Maybe. Um. Well, even more benefit from stealth. I should yeah, say. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why I didn't like it as much because I, I I wasn't a stealth guy. So I was like, oh, I gotta keep hiding behind here, waiting for the walk or to to kill them and watch out for these turrets or whatever. They won't notice me, or that big robot man won't notice me. And you don't, I think at limited weapons, you don't have, uh, like, you don't have all those weapons like you used to have, because I think you just try to sneak out of here. Um, I think you're in a, you're in a prison, I think. I think that's what it is. I think you were, you were in a prison, or you're either sneaking in some, I think you came out prison. of a prison. And prison then something sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I think you came out of prison, and you're, I don't forget what, I forget what the story is. But it was, it's okay. I haven't beat it though. Um, I played a lot of it. I mean, it was just <laughs> to a point where I got to a point like, I, man, this ain't over yet. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't like it that much. All right. Um, also, Knockout City uh, played that, the dodgeball game. Mm-hmm. And that was actually fun. It was a fun, it was a fun game. It's pretty easy to pick up. And like, you just know, you throw the ball, you can catch it. Or you get hit by it. Uh, they got power ups, and it's not complicated. Like it's really just jump in and have some fun. And I enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. it reminds me of you know like Splatoon kind of type of a uh, type of game um, along those lines. Um, I wonder how it is now. Like how popular. Yeah, I wonder how many people are playing that game now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was just one of those things that hey, people are still really playing it a lot. You don't have the long wait time for it or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have I played? Um, Never Yield. I played that demo of it. Ah, yes, yeah. Um, it was that game that it was demo on Switch. It came, it came on one of those um Nintendo Directs, and the developer um talked about the game. He was a uh, um a black dude, which is uh, you, it's rare to see. So I was like, yeah, let me try this game out. Yeah. And it was uh, what's it called? Like a, a free free runner? What's those games called? Yeah. What are they called? Auto, no, auto run? runner. Yeah, because I just think a runner, could, maybe. Yeah, I guess a runner. Yeah, like you basically have to press a button like to dodge obstacles in your way. It's one of those type. It's type of games. Yeah, very much like bit trip runner or something. Yeah, like yeah, bit trip runner. That's right. Yeah, and it was it was interesting. I liked it. I mean, it had a, a nice little art style to it and some beats to it. And I forgot what the story is. Some, I think you're in the. Detroit or whatever city I think I think it's it was one of those cities I think it was Detroit but yeah. something I don't know like a future Detroit or something I don't know but the gameplay wise it was it was fun it was seemed like a cool like indie game just to play around with and I don't know if it's out or yet and I don't know if it had a release date yeah I don't know uh without seven plays so that's what one two three uh zombie army four played that i don't know if that came out last year or i just played it first last year because it was on game pass so i tried it out i it's something about this game it's like i like it but i never stick with it i just like like zombie army trilogy i played it i was like hey i'm I'm having fun with this but i just never 
stay long enough with it just to beat it. I think I get, I think it gets old. Maybe that's what it is. I think I, I say you can only blow off so many zombie nut sacks before. Yeah, because see, the th- difference between that and like because and uh, Left 4 Dead is that well, both of them are multiplayer, but I think this is longer than Left 4 Dead. Like if you went through Left 4 Dead, well now if you look Left 4 Dead with all the DLC, it's pretty long. But at the time, I mean, you could jump in, you could do some, and it doesn't feel like you outstay your welcome. While here, while here, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I go through here, then I fight a boss, I think. It's still a lot of chapters I think I have to go through. So I think after a while, it's like, ah, it's it's not really much more different to do. So mm. I think that's what it is. It, it just, yeah, I just get, it gets old. But it's fun. It, it, it's a fun game. And I think it's, I don't know if it's still on Game Pass. I'm not sure. I felt like I seen it, but I don't know if it's just because it's recommended or because I saw it on Hey, it's going to leave soon. I don't, I don't know. Um, so that is what? Four? So five. Second Extinction. I played that. I don't know if that's still in game preview or it was just out. I have no idea. Um, because the game preview came out on Game Pass. I played that. It's a game that you would think. I think I would love like a, a shooter with dinosaurs and shit like that. Like right, some yeah. planet where Seems there's awesome. dinosaurs and you got to shoot them. And it. It's almost like a well, it's not really like Destiny. It's I'm trying. I'm trying to think of another game. Is like, well, I mean, it's a cooperative game. It's three player co op. You you jump in with um friends or randoms and go down and do different missions. Like you go, hey, beat up, kill this this many dinosaurs, or go destroy these eggs around this base right here, and things of that nature. Or you can go by yourself. Um, and do that stuff. I mean, it was... It's okay, but it's definitely nothing I will stay with playing. Like, the environments are just too boring. Like, if the environments were better, maybe I would um, play more of this game, but it, it's very boring, and it just feels like it's not enough there for me to stick mm. with. I mean, it was okay, like, playing with um, people and just shooting... Some dinosaurs or shooting like the Tyrannosaurus Rex and things of that nature, but it's I don't know. It seemed like this is missing something. It feel like it was just not enough meat meat on there, on that bone. And how many I do, man? Did I say five? Yep, that's five. Yeah, that's five. Yeah. Okay. So uh what else have you played? All right. These are actually my last five I got here. Oh shit. Uh <laughs> how many more do you have? Oh, I can take off Mario Golf. Okay. Okay, because you talked about that already. And you know what? I'm going to take off this game because I ain't playing enough of Well, some of these are probably going to go in detail because I didn't play enough of them, but. Okay. Damn, I right. played too many games. Where <laughs> I played too few games. Oh, I hope you say some of the games. Well, you said Off World Skate, so. Did you say Off Yeah, you said Off World Skate. Well, I and... briefly mentioned it just because I, mean, I talked about it earlier. We, we talked about it during the podcast, so fuck it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, and we did Psychonauts. I hope yeah. you say this game. I hope you didn't forget it. Of course, I got these games, these adult games. Oh, uh, and then it's, <laughs> and uh, I guess, yeah, shit is the one you're hoping I say Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, okay, Forza <laughs> Horizon 5 is on my list. Yes, um, it's a game that came out and got a ton of praise. 
for being the same game that we've played previously. And that's not a bad thing. It's, it's more of that awesome game. Patrick Mahomes high school is called white house high school. Really? Yeah. I think that's in Texas. Interesting. What the fuck? What does that even mean? Is it, it mean the white house? Like, is there a white house down there? Future president. <laughs> I thought the only white house down there was Mar-a-Lago. That's in Florida. <laughs> The only White House in the South, I should say. Anyway. Yeah, so Forza Horizon 5 like got a lot of praise from reviewers and critics and all that stuff. But I very much felt like it was more of the same. Like It really wasn't doing anything that those previous games hadn't already done. And since I had played a good portion of those previous games, I didn't really get much out of this one. So I didn't stick with it for very long. Uh, what do you think, Dominic? Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree with you on that. I can see why. I mean, I had fun with it, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't. I don't know if there's anything more they can do for me personally. Yeah. To like, I think they've done enough. I um, mean, I'm okay with just new environments mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But I mean, I just other games I want to play. It's just time. I mean, time for me. That absolutely. Like, I think I I spend a lot of time in four. That it felt like I got my my fix on racing for for maybe some years. Maybe I'll come to Forza, but I just haven't got that feeling like, man, because four, when I, when we play four, um, I was like, man, I'm going to play some four. Like I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. one day I'm going to play a game. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing some, like race some courses in four right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't got that feeling in five. And it's not because of that game. I think I just, that I played enough for four that I feel like I got that fix on that game. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Next up, San Andreas, the remaster. I played a bit of that through the Xbox streaming and my experience wasn't terrible with it. I mean, I didn't play for uh, an extremely long period of time. Uh, It doesn't look good. It feels fine as far as like going back and playing one of those older Grand Theft Auto games. The story seems interesting, just, you know, from what I knew about it already, it's what I expected, basically following, you know, a street gangster kind of movie thing. Um, but yeah, it, it it was disappointing having that come out and being like, hey, we're finally getting remasters of these games, you know, three Vice City and San Andreas. And then they ended up being worse than what you could get out of those original games with some mods on them. It just, it very much showed a lack of respect for those series, the series that brought, you know, rockstar to the dance basically. And it's just disappointing that they would release them in such a state. I think overall it was fine. I could see myself going back to it and playing some more because that is one of the ones that I have played the least in that series. And I think goes some kind of crazy places when you, when you talk about like having jetpacks and whatnot that I think would be cool just to explore that environment. Um, but overall it was just like, ah, I wish they had done better. I wish they had done more. Um, especially considering the fact that like five takes place in kind of the same area, right? Like a, a revamped version of that. Like they could have, maybe done that without yeah that much work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- I mean, with the, all the money they got, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. You got to do something so much better with those remasters. Really could have. 
All right. Next up, Dominic Metroid Dread. Very excited when they announced that a new 2D Metroid. And this I one, I did play it, but it ain't yeah. played much though. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, I, I was very disappointed when they released that two remake on the three on the DS, the 3DS. Especially because I think it came out after the Switch had even launched. And it was like, what are you guys doing? Why didn't you put this out on the Switch? Um, That was still an enjoyable game, but I think would have been more enjoyable on the Switch. And having this come out and showing the improvements over that remake, you know, with with the second analog stick, because the 3DS didn't even have that. Um, The graphics, obviously. And just... The most impressive thing I think about that game is the fact that they were able to make a 2D side-scrolling thing use the analog stick exclusively because they didn't let you use the the D-pad and made it feel really good. The way Samus moved through that game, she felt agile and quick and precise in a way that I wouldn't expect out of a, a 2D game forcing you to use the analog stick. Um, they also did clever things like showing you what style blocks were on the map as you expose them. And that way you could come back to them later relatively easily. There were definitely times where I got a little turned around or stuck in that game, but nothing ever rise to the extent where I was just completely lost and had to resort to a guide to find my way out. Um, the Emmy element of it didn't overwhelm the game. I was a little bit concerned before it came out that it would be an integral part of the game and I would constantly be chased by these robots and kind of never have a reprieve, but they locked them into these Emmy zones, which I think for me at least helped out. Although it may have diminished their importance overall because it was very much like, okay, I'm going to get through this part. I'm going to kill the Emmy and then I'm never going to have to worry about it again. Um, so while it was kind of like this main focus of the marketing, they very much played kind of a smaller role in the overall game. Um, yeah, I just, I was, I was very satisfied with that release, especially after it having been announced as Metroid dread, a game that they, allegedly were working on i mean now they've confirmed it but was rumored at the time when i was much younger around the time of like a metroid fusion it was finally cool to see that come to fruition and be able to play that uh let's see i got that one i got that one next up unpacking that is just such a sweet uh that one and another one too much (laughs) do you have uh, loads more games I, I, I'm going to just say games I actually played a lot of. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I can split these two out uh, between you talking to break up your talking a little bit yes. if you want. Yes, yes, to do okay. that. So, All right. <laughs> so what do you got up next? All right. So I got Valhalla. Um, Assassin's yes. Creed Valhalla. I played that game, just the main game, none of the mm-hmm. DLC, uh, because that game is long enough on its own that they do not care about your time at Ubisoft <laughs> because I don't understand why they care about your money, Dominic. These poor children that only get one game a year, they got to play it for this the game should not have been as long as it did. <laughs> it, it was, it was, man. It, it 
man, this game was long. It was fun. I mean, I liked it, but it's just, huh? I almost felt like they didn't have to do the whole, um, going to the dreams of Odin thing. Mm. Like they added that. I mean, it was nice, but maybe that should have been DLC or something. I don't know, but I just like how big the world is, but just adding all this stuff to collect. I, I just feel like it's got to be a better way. And, and and there is a better way. There is a better way. But it's just, <laughs> they don't want to do it that way. And But other than that, I mean, it's a fine game. The game is fun. I, I liked it. The story was great. It could have been shorter, though, and still been good. Like, they just, that game was just forever. I mean, yeah. and, and and I talked to somebody else who played it, too, because he, he even said the same thing. Like that game was as long as shit. It's like that. It's like it was good, but it was too long. I was like, yeah, it, that, that's all those games. But I mean, the recent ones like that. I mean, I have well, I only played Odyssey, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure the last one before that one, the um, what Origins was, mm. and like they just add too much to. I mean. It's, they add too much to um, give you more game, which is nice. But you know what? It, you don't have to do that. Like, I ain't say the game's got to be like, what, just four hours or something. But, man, it don't got to be like 50 to 80 either. <laughs> I mean, good God. Uh, I just wish they could find a way to shorten it. But, no, but the game overall, it, it was a fun game. I, I don't like it as much as Odyssey, though. I think I, I like I, th- I think I like Odyssey better. Mm. Um. But it was, it was still good. I mean, it was cool playing, you know, the Vik with the Vikings and that the old um, England, England, and um, doing those times. That that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm trying to remember because I haven't played the game so long. The oh, the whole you know having your base and build up your, building up your village or town or whatever they call there. Like um, improving it, uh, that that was a cool concept too. I wish it would go maybe a little deeper, but then again, I don't because you put so much almost other shit in this game. Maybe like I feel like if you had something like that that could have cut other shit out because then I can you can focus more on building up your base and stuff like that. I just should have had it where every now and then, like there'll be a. Uh, uh, Maybe some a raiding party probably comes to your place and you gotta help defend it or something like that. I mean, that would have been cool. I mean, make something more than just a hub that you mm. just go back to and you can build up, but it's just at just a place you can go buy more stuff. It's like you can add some things to it. I mean, there was some story to it, but it could have been more, and they could have took out some other stuff in that game. Uh, but I mean, the story, I mean, some even some 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 of the side quests. They were they were good. They were they were good side quests in that game. But you know what? I mean, that's the thing called editing. Even though even though you could say you enjoyed all of it, it was just too much. So yeah. you just gotta add out the stuff that you know <laughs> that you know that's just too much of, and or add it as like maybe some DLC or something. Uh, because I think playing that game man took away from a lot of other games I probably could have played, or or at least. The games on this list I probably could finish <laughs> that I didn't finish. Mm. All right, but also tells you how good that game is that I was willing to still still to stick with it 
But I felt mm-hmm. like I put that much time in it that I said I might as well fucking finish. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what else have I played? I played Bright Memory, which is mm-hmm. that game that what was is like only one developer. Yeah. For it. That's uh mm-hmm. first person shooter. I didn't play a lot of it though. Um I mean I played like I don't know, I don't think it's going stages. I think it just continued. But I played like the beginning of it and I mean enough to know that it was fun. Like I I I really liked it, but I think I was playing another game at the same time that I had to choose this to stop this game. And you know what? I probably shouldn't even mention it. I shouldn't even mention that because I want to make this list a lot shorter. Um let me start saying games that I actually finished or put like a whole lot of time in. Okay, Dark Side <laughs> Detective. <laughs> Dark Side Detective. That was the point and click game. Um Actually, the sequel came out, I think, last year. And so I went ahead and decided to play with just the first one. Because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, let me go try this game. And that's that is a good point-and-click game. It it looks like a game that came out in the 80s. It has that pixelated look of those old um, games where you used to type in what you want to do. Like, hey, pick up this or something like that. But it plays like a point-and-click game. And... It's funny. It's hilarious. It deals with supernatural stuff, but the dialogue is funny. I had a, I had a real fun time with this game, and I did. I think, yeah, I beat it. I didn't do the extra. I didn't finish the extra um, mission in here or like case that was in this game. But the main story was good. I really do like it. Um, I honestly did forgot about it until I was looking at the list of games to play because <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I want to play that um, that sequel. But yeah, that that game was great. Um, I played the Mass Effect remastered, just the first one though. Mm-hmm. The remaster's good. Like they really do improve that game. the The shooting is a whole lot better. The visuals look good. That's all I can think that they improve. What the hell did they improve? In the first one, um, well, they had controller support for the PC, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they yeah. They they change the way like the ammo works or anything like that. Couldn't remember. No, not for the first one. Oh, okay. The first one's the same. Yeah, because there was no ammo in the first one. You just mm, overheat. That's, that's cooldowns, yeah. Yeah, you just overheat on the weapons. But yeah, it's so they they definitely fix the controls. Like it just feels so much better than what it used to, and the load times, of course, are better. Or everything like that. I mean, but then again, if you probably play on PC, I think it was already fast anyway uh yeah I, I really enjoyed it i mean i mean i enjoyed going back to it and just looking at it from this point of view like that like and the visual wasn't just like sharpened like you see some differences like and also yeah. your creative characters were different because i think i actually created by character yeah i think i actually created by character and it actually looks a whole lot better than it used to because all the creative characters look ugly they all look ugly <laughs> um in those games so yeah. i was like good i finally got a character that looks um, fairly normal. Um, I also played Before Your Eyes, which is the game that uses your PC camera. And the control is actually just your eyes, the way you blink. Right. Like you see, you'll see as much as you can. Like it's just like a story driven game. And you kind of look around like it, it, it tracks your motion. So it tracks where you're looking at and then it's a reaction. Something happens. If you look at a ball or something, something happens. You see a memory. 
It seems like you're going through a memory of your life from when you were a baby to when you grown up. I didn't finish it, but I played a lot of it, and it was cool. Like, and every time you blink, though, you go to the next stage of your life. Mm-hmm. So, um, sometimes I would cheat and try and not like put my face away or something for it won't see me blink, or I do something. <laughs> but sometimes I did. I did blink, man. I'm like, oh fuck! I said I, I, I didn't really do nothing. I mean, it was a it's a cool concept. It, it seemed it seemed pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. See okay. a couple more. All right. So another game I played was I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get to like what games I don't care to talk about because I didn't play enough. Well, okay, <laughs> don't care about talking about those. Uh, I don't care about talking about that either. All right, so let me go ahead and talk about Back for Blood. That is yeah. the Left for Dead. Um, the guys who did Left for Dead. Who did that game that didn't do well with the monsters that I forgot the name of? X. What the fuck is that called? Evolve. Yes. Is it evolved or evolved? evolved? Yeah. One of them. Um, evolved. Yeah, it's it, they made back. They made this game, and I enjoy it. Um, now I don't enjoy the card system thing. Like I said, I actually prefer the simplicity of Left 4 Dead. You pick your. You only get a few guns. Choices of guns. You pick them, and you go out in the world, and you just shoot. And you get. I mean, you get health packs and stuff like that. It's not a whole lot of modding your weapons and things of that nature. Like I, I don't want that in this type of game. But I guess people do like it. I, I don't actually. I, I don't know. Um, I didn't look at. I haven't looked at really a lot of forums or reviews on this game. Honestly, I just like the. The only reviews I looked at was like the numbers to see if people like it was good or anything. But. Mm. Yeah, I don't care. Like, it has a lot of extra stuff, like modifications. Then you got the card system where, like, hey, you get some bonuses um, to your group or to yourself or things of that nature. It's like, man, I just want to go into the game and just shoot and don't have to worry about <laughs> nothing else. Just have to worry about my ammo and worry about where my friends are so I can know we're sticking together and everything like that. Like and the other other stuff is like I don't want to make it too complicated. Like you just pick up and go, man. Um, but uh, so I still like Left 4 Dead better than this. But this is okay. But this is also a little too hard. Like even on the yeah. easiest level, I mean, you lose health fast in this game. Um, a whole lot faster than um, Left 4 Dead. I uh, wish the difficulty could be um, maybe go down a bit or at least like you don't lose health as fast because man you can get hit of some get caught up in like a corner or something man you can lose your health would go down really fast and it doesn't matter if you're on easy uh overall it's okay game but it's also not a game i thought it's gonna really stick with this game i every time i think about like hey i'm gonna play it then i was like i don't feel like it Oh, I do play it. I like. I, I want to just play by myself, though. It's like, I just want to get this story real quick by myself. I forget how hard it is. And then I go by myself, and I'm like, oh, shit. They're like, damn it. Um, It's like, like this is actually challenging. If you die, you only get some amount of lives. Then you then get start from the beginning of that chapter. So it sucks. All right, you can say a game that you played. All right, so Unpacking. I uh, played that. That's a cute little... It, it doesn't really have a story, but also tells uh, like 
narrative through the environment, environmental storytelling, if you will. Basically, you're this person who is moving into these different environments. First, it's her their childhood home, and they're unpacking their toys and books and whatnot, and you're putting them on the shelf and rearranging things around the room. How about you play this the, game? What's that? No, keep talking. <laughs> Why do I play this game? It's <laughs> cute and relaxing. No, um, it is. It is, man. It does. It's much like more it. relaxing than actually unpacking myself. Like, no, oh, 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 yes. Hate doing that in real life. But oh, I yeah. fucking hate doing it. I still <laughs> packing, got clothes in this unpacking. bag I had from goddamn where, where I go. That I forget. <laughs> Which yeah, that reminds me. I should take them out now. Now I'm thinking that shirt I'm looking for is probably in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you move on, you find yourself moving into your college dorm and eventually you find yourself moving in with a roommate, which complicates things a little bit because they already have their things in the space. So it's like, Oh, I would have put this here, but they already have DVDs there or something like that. And it's not necessarily like a puzzle game or anything like that. It's really just an experience, but it's fun. I don't, I couldn't see playing this with like a controller, but with a mouse, you're just, you know, picking up stuff. I'm trying to think of a game that's like, it seemed like there's another game I played. Mm. It's like unpack. (laughs) It's like move, not moving out or something like that. Right. Uh, Yeah. Those are more active. I don't know. Uh, like, okay, so we, like, as you unpack, you do you get a story of what these things are? No, it's really just like, oh, this is, you know, it, it's really about the different levels of it or like different stages in this person's life. That's all. And, and as you pull things out, like you're forming this narrative in your head, like, oh, they play video games. Oh, they have these movies because they're very like low resolution representations, but a lot of the things you can tell like, Oh, this is Mario Kart for the GameCube. This is, is this, this is Zelda. Is it just this one person? It seems like it's so far. It seems like you're following kind of the story of this one person. Oh, I wonder do you start seeing like murder weapons and stuff? Do you realize? Oh, <laughs> this is a serial killer. That would actually <laughs> be a really fun like kind of twist to it, or like <laughs> it, if someone oh, wanted to expand on this concept. Seeing photos of the people he murdered. <laughs> Or like even especially like once you have a, like a roommate, you're like opening drawers to put your toilet paper away, and you're like, "Oh, what's that there? Yeah, <laughs> I need to call the police." Oh, that reminds me of a game that I played this week that I didn't talk about, but that's whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's that. Do you want to? You want me to say the last nah, one? No, no, no. Do you want to read? Okay, I say so much. All right. So, also, I play Tales of Arise. Mm-hmm. The uh, one of the Tales RPGs games. This is the first one I ever played. Um, I never played really any of the other ones. I might have played like a little demo of them, but I don't remember. But this game was incredible. Like I was surprised how much I liked it. And because the battle system was just great, like it incorporated almost like a Devil May style kind of system with RPGs. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was just fun to play. Like I had I actually enjoyed going to battles. Like I will look for a battle because I like enjoying it. I like how you incorporated um, your combos with your partners too. Like using your um, powers and everything. It it was just it just made the game 
open up the game to like something more than just a normal JRPG, um, mm-hmm. your typical JRPGs. And the story was was pretty good. I mean, it was enough to keep me going. Like it wasn't like incredible or anything, but it was decent. Like it it, it kept me like wanting to see more, like what what was going to happen and things of that nature. The characters, like you only have what uh, six characters, I think, in the game. Yeah, six mm-hmm. characters. Uh, it's and each one has their story to them, and they're they're pretty good. And and their, and their interactions with each other is is was pretty good. Like I really like I like because you have moments where you camp and it'll just be like a random um cutscene. Um not really a cutscene, but just it's kind of a cutscene, um, where they just talking to each other and then it it'll be funny or it'll be a serious moment. They're like they might talk about something in their past or things of that nature, or it'll be a funny moment. Um them talk to each other. And yeah, and you just see the chemistry between them uh, as time goes on, all the journeys they've been through, and like, oh yeah, so this is this is a real cool game. Like I, if there was like a two to this, like just with these guys, I would mm-hmm. be, I would like it. Even though I guess it wouldn't make sense because the way it ended, or it had to mean. Let's say it wouldn't make sense. I guess I don't know what it would be um, a two, but. I really like these characters. Like I really like the characters that was in these games, and just seeing something that maybe you see what they've done, like after these events or something like that, or if something else happens, or if they just do another Tales game that's similar to this, I would love to play it. It kind of makes me want to do play a previous Tales game, at least one of the good ones that people say mm-hmm. is good, just to see if I do like them myself. I never gave these games really a chance. I always thought thought of them as your typical JRPGs that. No, anime people doing anime stuff, and uh, you know, and the story is not that great. You know, it's I mean, it's it's okay. It's just a tip, like it's your predictable storylines and random battles, or if it's not random battles, the battle system is just you know, old JRPG type of battles that is it gets boring after a while. So I never gave mm. them really a chance. Um, from what I saw, I just it didn't seem that interesting to me. But now after playing this game, I just want to know like, hell, is maybe the other ones were maybe they're not as good as this one, but they're probably all right. Maybe I would have liked them. Um, it's just funny how these JRPGs in recent times I've been playing more JRPGs um than I have like in the mid two thousands because it was like at a point where I was always only playing JRPGs, and then. When I played Bioware game, where when I played the Old Republic, that was like, I just started really getting to Western RPGs. And I was like, oh, yeah, these these JRPGs aren't, aren't as good as these. And I just stayed with them. I stayed with them or Bethesda or like The Witcher or something like that. Then now I'm back into giving them a chance, at least, the JRPGs. Mm-hmm. And there's been some great ones in there. Uh, what else have I played? I played. I think I'm almost done. I'm trying to see something else that I didn't say before I get into these adult games. You gotta put <laughs> your kids away, people. <laughs> kids away. Uh, oh, I think I. Yep, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, well, Pac-Man '99. I played Pac-Man '99. That's fun. That's better than Mario '99 to me, or Mario '35. Um. Cause I mean it's Pac-Man and okay, I I can't explain what the hell's going on, but I'm I'm having fun doing it. So 
uh, <laughs> I don't like. I think when you get to eat the ghost, the ghosts go to another person's board or something like that, and I think that's what happens. I, or, or something else happens. You can do something else to someone else's stage too. But Pat ninety nine, it is fun. Is it still on there? I think so. Yeah, I think I don't you should give it a shot. It being taken off. If it is still up there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here we go. The acting lessons. I never played none of these yeah. adult games before. <laughs> and like, so I'll try to remember why. How did I hear about acting lessons? I think. I don't remember. Oh, I know. I know how. Um, I was on a forum and they were talking about how, talking about some good story-based games and they mentioned mm-hmm. it and i was like hmm and i said what is this game acting lessons then i said somebody mentioned like it's adult but hey man it's it's pretty good <laughs> and so then actually i don't know if there was acting lessons i think it was another game yeah you know what no it was another game which i only played a little bit of but i didn't go further because i was like this is just this is just porn uh <laughs> it, um <laughs> It was, I forgot what it was called. But because somebody said, hey, this is not as good as acting lessons, though, but I still liked it. So then I was like, what the fuck is acting lessons then? And then some people were saying, like, how acting lessons, oh, that is so much better than acting lessons. I mean, that mean not mean how acting lessons is so much better than that. And then I was like, it's like story, it's like a great story. So I said, okay, I get acting lessons a chance because, but if it's just like this game will just, you just, Finding ways to fuck people, fuck fuck people. Then I, then I'm not going to go with it. But no, Agilexon actually is has a great story to it. It actually compared to um the other game I want to mention. It's not that many sex scenes, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so that that's good. It really focuses on the story of your relationship with this girl you meet, and well. You can also have a relationship with someone else too. It all depends on your choices. Like you could focus on somebody else and focus on, but really the girl you meet is the main, the main person. Um, it all depends what choices you do in the game. It's just like you know uh, a Telltale game, not at high production because usually I think it's like one person or a couple people doing these games, and I think most of the time it's one um, making these games. Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot of animation. Um. Uh. Unless it's the sex scenes, it's like that's where all that fucking animation goes into. Uh, but uh, it's more like a visual novel. It's more like a probably it's probably closer to a visual novel than a Telltale game. Uh. But I, I liked it because the like the, there was a lot of variety in the choices I did. Um. That I chose, like if I chose to. Like hang out with my friend or something, or I chose like a different um dialogue choice. Like it was actually more variety than I thought. I thought it was gonna be pretty cheap. So I was like, hey, only one guy made this game, so it ain't gonna be that many choices for me. And I was like, oh, it was different playthroughs and how you have consequences. And this goes really gets really sad acting lessons. Like, uh, especially for people who who likes this genre of stuff for the for the lewdness, <laughs> they were like. I did not. They was like, "Wow, I did not. I came here to fap. I did not come here to cry." But that's what <laughs> I end up doing. And yeah. uh, some people said they did both. Um, but I, I wish I didn't know that. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's, the story was is really big with this one. 
Like it's um from what I know, it's like it's not like other loot games where it's really the sex is the it's the it's a draw. And probably here, that's what gets you to even try it if because you that's what a lot of people are looking for, but then they realize, oh, this is actually a decent game. Um like I can't really talk too much about the sex stuff. Like, hey, you into that stuff, it me it just looks like big fake booby woman i don't know it's like because they're not they're not they're not real um but the story wise i did really enjoy it and it does get a little sad at the end uh, i mean all depends on your choices i mean it seems like any choice you get it's a it's a sad thing that happens um so i was gonna say somebody dies but different it could be different people who die it all depends what you choose but i was like damn and it's not just death it's all some other personal things that said like it's it's well written like uh the guy who did this game and the other game he did which is after this which now i guess because of acting lessons he got a lot of you know we made made quite a bit of money maybe um enough that he can put more into um his games is called being a dick but it's d-i-k supposed to be like <laughs> a fraternity kind of thing and this is based on you being a college kid and going to college it almost feels like a leisure suit larry kind of thing but more grounded than that more grounded than that game like it's not silly um it has its funny moments it has some serious moments too like which i like but there's also a lot more sex scenes in this one too, which um, it's not bad. But I like this. Put like this: if you're into that, this is the most real shit I ever seen in my life in a fucking video game. <laughs> like fucking making these uh, pornographic stuff. Other than that stuff, like is actually a good story behind it. It's really good in how many different um, pathways there are actually to a point where because it's not done. It's done episodically. That I don't know how's he gonna do it, like how he's gonna finish this off. Because if he's only one guy, like it's it's gonna take forever. Like, how are you gonna make all these pathways, you know, um, to do? People have got done different choices. Yeah, it's because I'm into like the story-based games like Telltale, and I think he did a good job with it, with the with the choices. And he does a good job with mixing the comedy with the seriousness. I mean, it's some problems there. Like with some of the story elements that I felt like yeah, it, it could have been better, but I mean, hey, I mean overall, I think it's a it's a great game. It's probably the best game. About actually, I, I I like acting lessons better than this one, even though this was not told not actually done. Like this was done better than acting lessons production wise, mm-hmm. but the story of acting lessons because it's so tight that I actually enjoy that one better. While this one is still open. I don't know how it's going to go. And I mean, there's a lot of questions, a lot of mystery that I still want to learn. And I'm hoping that he can finish it because I, I want, it's a lot of questions I have in there, like that you want to find out what's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm actually surprised because I'm pro- I didn't think these games were really done that well, these type of games. So I was thinking, like, you know what? They're done like how porno stories are done. Like, you know, you just find a place, you know, hey, uh, the plumber came in and then you you fucked. I mean, I, th- I literally thought that's what all these games were about. But I was like, oh, they actually 
some of these guys actually do make a nice story. And the last but not um, least, there is one, another one, adult game, City of Broken Dreamers, which that one, you don't really have to, I, I don't think you have to have sex scenes in this game, honestly. That's the you one know? where you told me you can skip them, right? No, 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 no you can't skip them. Um, no, there there was one I read about you could skip, but I heard the story gotcha. wasn't that great, so I didn't really care to, to get that one. Mm. But this one, you can't, I mean, you don't have, I mean, all depends on your situation. You could just say, like, no, you know, like, nah, I'm not gonna sleep with you or something like that. It's a cyberpunk world, and you are a mercenary who was trying to, who's hired to find this girl, and that's really what it deals with. Like, the sex stuff is just extra, you know, just like mm-hmm. a movie. Like, you know, that's not the focus on like <laughs> finding like the how many girls will fuck. Um, like the story is great. Like I really liked it, and especially at the playing side. Oh fuck! I forgot to say I played Cyberpunk. <laughs> I, was, I, I just, I just remember. I'm glad I said that this just game. <laughs> um, but anyway, like especially at the playing Cyberpunk, I'm like, hey, this story's this actually story's pretty good. I ain't gonna say it's better than Cyberpunk's, but it's actually a good story and how mm. they deal with um that Cyberpunk universe and things of that nature. Like it's done well and it has some. Yeah, you you have people like you can really, I think you even turn against. I think you can, but I think it end up being mostly good in my playthrough. But I think it's other playthroughs where you different paths like you could uh, choose to work with um, the so called bad guys. I guess like turn a girl in. See, I didn't turn a girl in to him, so I'm kind of protecting her. That's my storyline um, in this game because this is a, another game that's not done. But I think. There's only, it's not that many chapters left, so I, I might, it might actually have an ending. I don't know how many chapters it's going to be. I hope it's like 11 or 12. But yeah, it, and the girl, she has, the reason why people are going after this girl is because she has some type of powers or something like that. And so you're trying to protect her. It's a fun game. I mean, it's a fun pointing visual novel, I should say. And like, I actually enjoyed the story. Like the story was actually pretty good. I, I would say that it's on par with, well, I think Acting Lexus is better than this story because um, Acting Lexus seemed like it's more emotion to it. But this story, it's it's fun. I mean, not not well. It's yeah, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Like it's like an action flick or something like that. And um, of course, I play Cyberpunk, which is a very okay game. <laughs> and I wish it was better. Like I. It's, it didn't live to, up to expectations, but it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It. I just wish uh, there was a lot of problems with this game. I mean, because like some, it was some bugs. I you know. I wish. I'm not gonna say that for for myself. It wasn't a lot of problems. It just wasn't. It didn't seem that much different than other open world games. Like you know, you just drop somewhere, get a mission, and do it. It didn't. It just didn't seem like I'm thinking like some type of greatness, you know, like this is like, oh, this is a top tier game. And it feels kind of like, uh, I mean, any other the, the um other open world games that have been out there. The only thing I can say about this is that I do like how it's more vertical um, than most games. Like it's mm. a lot of verticality in this game. Like there's a lot of levels to that city. 
and like when you go to buildings and things of that nature. I I do like that. I'm hoping that maybe the DLC can really expand on the game because it's like a lot of potential. And just like some, I was reading somewhere, there was a lot of things missing um, from this that you can tell they probably missed the boat or some things. Like you could choose between what three types of gods, like two, three types of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, like jobs, I think. Like you, I mean, not jobs, but backgrounds. Like mm-hmm. you're a nomad. You can be a um a corporate guy, um, which is like you work for the big corporations and. Or you can be a darn, I forgot what the third one was. But they it doesn't really do anything. Like the, the story doesn't change that much um from choosing them. Like it should it feels like it should have been much more uh replayability to that. So like, hey, I want to play this game now as the corporate guy, because I'll play it as a nomad, because things are going to be like totally different from the other playthrough. I mean, something's gonna be the same, but not most there's gonna be a lot of differences. But it's only a few dialogue choices that are different. So it doesn't make it that big a deal to even try these other ones. And I feel like, I think they were going to do that. Uh, but I think maybe during the production of the game or whatever, things didn't fall through. And it kind of sucks. I kind of wish they would have just waited longer to make it. I mean, if, oh, hey, after the debacle that happened initially, uh, I kind of wish they... Definitely wish they did. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you can say your last game. Uh, Death's Door. I've talked about that fairly recently. Oh, shit. I played I that game too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I didn't play that. I didn't play a lot. I, mean, I played enough. I played like the first boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a fun little game. There are things that I would definitely have liked to have seen in it, including a map to make it a more enjoyable experience overall, but I think the core gameplay is solid. The story is, is interesting and the graphics are both cute and depressing at the same time. (laughs) Cause it's very drab colors. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The crow is, is is a cute little design. Um, yeah. So that's the, those are the games. So what is this world? This is like, you're like the, um, take people's souls or something. Yeah, it's like the in-between. So basically, uh, it it was death's job to collect souls when people died, but then he got into this agreement with the Lord of Doors um, to basically make it so the process is automated. But then, like, the crows are somehow involved. I think they're supposed to, like, usher them to the doors or something like that. And that's kind of where you pick up the story from. Do you fight a scarecrow at the end? You do not fight a scarecrow. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's the DLC, Dominic. It's coming. It's coming one day. But yeah. Yeah, I think the, the boss variety is is probably the the best aspect of the game. They really they do really creative things with those battles. Like I said in the past, it's not just about you trying to inflict as much damage as you can. It's very strategic and it allows you to to still fight them without necessarily, you know, getting all the upgrades like I didn't. Man, we are doing this podcast late. We're almost at the time <laughs> the game going to start. Shit. Yep. <laughs> but we're also pretty much done, right, Dominic? Yeah. All right. 
so yeah, I, man, we actually played more games than I thought. Especially you, I, you actually played more games than yeah, I. I mean, I think us. part of it, you know, is Game Pass. You know, I, there's numerous on there that are a direct result of just because they were available in Game Pass and something I'm already paying for. So, you know, partially in my mind they're free. So it's like, why don't I take advantage of this and and play them? Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of games like I me. Mean, it's like I guess I didn't say because I tried them, but yeah, because of Game Pass, I would have mm-hmm. never even tried them. Like gave them, gave them a chance. Yeah. So okay, so I guess that is it for this podcast. Right. It actually wasn't. If I edit this, I it probably really wasn't that long. We just been here. Nah. We just started late and shit. Yeah. Yep. So. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. As always, you can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all the podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon and any place that you find podcasts. Until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see you.